Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mic check, mic check, one, two, three, can you hear me out there? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G! The Bachelor Winter Games asked the tough question, when is the proper time for Ashley to bring up the sensitive issue of virginity? And the answer is, whenever Kevin has the biggest mouthful of salad. I've watched dozens of videos of the chaos. In one video, you can see a helicopter circling overhead as an angry mob below chants their demands for sauce. In another, a man leaps onto the counter, pulls his shirt up over his head while jumping up and down and yells, Where's my sauce? This show, I'm sorry, this show is a rental car that's been, you're driving it at 80, and then let's just throw it in reverse constantly. And now, they were listening to what was going on, the one in particular, he was then, he was early, then you had three others that probably a similar deal a little bit later, but a similar kind of a thing. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Tuesday morning, the 11th of December. What's up, you guys? Hello. You know. Hey, um, I guess I could have asked this off the air, but um, <laughs> when are we when are we uh, secret Santa-ing? We made the decision this year we were going to uh, secret Santa just buy a gift for one person on I the mean, show? I mean, the rest of us are, but we're still doing the wheel of gifts. Oh, no, no, For no, you, no, and that's no, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, no, the, yeah. Oh, no, the rest of us, everyone in this building... Mm-hmm. Secret Santa. Because you didn't pick one, right, Bean? Right. Uh, well, I, I wasn't uh, physically there, okay, so, uh, so Kat Corbett thousand, picked Thousand! Thousand! <laughs> thousand! <laughs> nope, nope, there's never been a thousand. Woo! There never will be a thousand. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. This we year. Were, we were replacing the Wheel O Amazon we gift cards huh. with Secret Santa, which I thought was great because it saves me a uh, mortgage payment. Right. But, um, yeah, Kat Corbett actually drew for me. And I was just wondering She's if this was... She's not part of it. Well, yeah, she, that's she was weird. My, she was my surrogate. You got had. Mm, I'm sorry. And she will not be happy with that title. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I guess my question is, was this meant to be a before our last show of the year thing? Or is this meant to be a you send it before Christmas? Or what were the... I didn't hear the specifications on it. Again, it's the rest of us do whatever we do with mm-hmm. Secret Santa. <sighs> Tomorrow we spin the wheel. For right. you. Right, for you. Well, I guess somebody... Won't be getting the awesome gift from me that I got for well, that. Now I'm nervous. It's thousand, me. thousand, thousand. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that awesome. Oh. Hey, um, uh, the girl, Allie. Allie, yes, mm-hmm. Allie. You're still, you're still down with the, the ghosts, right? Yeah, she's always like, been down with the ghosts, like totally. way down. No, I've got a ghost alert. Yeah. yeah. Like you believe? Yeah. If the, you're going to tell me about pirate ghosts, <laughs> no, no, I'm not okay. going to about pirate ghosts. All right. I'm going to tell you... There are two concurrent stories. (laughs) Yes, there are two ghost stories going on right now. Uh, What was your thought on Pirate Ghost? That lady was just crazy, right? I mean, listen, sometimes it doesn't work out with your 300-year-old Pirate Ghost, so you break up. 
It's sad. I mean, it's sad. They can't make it. Who can? But it sounds very reasonable to you. Absolutely. Here's a mom in uh, Britain who has a little four-year-old daughter named uh, Madeline who's just just cute as a button. Or does she? (laughs) (laughs) And mom has noticed that there have been times lately where she, the little girl Madeline, has been sitting alone chatting away in what appears to be a two-sided conversation. Burn her. Burn her down. In in other words, she'll say something and then she'll pause as if she's listening. Mm -hmm. And then she'll say something back. She's having an actual conversation. When mom says, hey, uh, Maddie, uh, what are you up to, sweetheart? She says she's playing with granddad. Oh, yeah. Uh, there have been other few things, a few other things that have gone on before this. Madeline would also tell me about a ghost that she had seen going up and down the stairs at night. She mm. said that uh, Grandpa sleeps in her bedroom sometimes, and that uh, oh. she talks to him all the time. Now she never met her grandma, but she um, can describe him perfectly, can't she? She can. Mm. She never met Grandpa. He passed away when she was just five months old. She did meet him. She's just way too young to remember him. But now the story takes a little bit of a turn. Because one of the things that little Madeline likes to do lately is to make Snapchat videos. And she Wait, pick- she's five? She's four. Oh, So God. she picks up her phone and she's got a little filter, the little Harlequin filter on, on her cell. Don't you tell me Grandpa's there. And she takes a little Snapchat video, and she is talking to the phone when you hear her grandfather's voice (gasps) on the tape. Give it to me. Here's what... uh, I need that chip. Here's what what mom thinks has happened, is that Madeline had heard her on the phone talking about a cheeky little bitch. So she starts to repeat that, but then pauses because she thinks she's going to get in trouble for using the B word. So she pauses, and that's when Grandpa jumps in to assist her. And here's what the tape sounds like from Mom's phone. A cheeky monkey. So Grandpa jumps in with monkey. Can I ask for? Can I ask for it again? Yeah, you certainly Because I didn't hear monkey from him. I want to hear it again, now that I know. Monkey. That's monkey. That is straight up monkey. All I said was mmm. He said monkey. He clearly says monkey. Yeah, I think he says monkey. Come on, Kevin. Even if you can't make out the word, it's clearly not Madeline's voice. No. One, uh, one more time. A cheeky monkey. While some people have been skeptical about the video, it has made the mom, Katie, a firm believer in the paranormal. She says, some people say that the voice sounds robotic and that the video is edited, but I don't even know how to do that. I used to be the same. I was so skeptical when people would tell me about their paranormal experiences, but after seeing this video and hearing my dad's voice, I really do believe it's made me much more open-minded. Okay, that one doesn't. Not, <laughs> that one doesn't work. I'm Does more help? creeped out by a five-year-old on Snapchat. Oh, yeah, that's so right? weird. So, so weird. let's uh, so let's think. What else could it be if it's not dead grandpa? Because we always say we always, you know people always jump to the conclusion that it's the thing that they want to believe. But what else could it be? There's nobody else in the room. It's just her. It's clearly another voice. It's clearly not her voice. It's not that's her weird. voice. So what else could it be? Alien. <laughs> 
dog, situation. Dog, dog bark that sounds just like someone dog saying bark. monkey. Good. Yes. Good. Toilet gurgle. That's a, that's her grandpa. That's Gampy right there. It does sound like I know this sounds insane, but it does sound like a sound bite. It, I hear the dead air a little. Do you know what I mean? You Play hear dead air. Maybe somebody's dead. playing it. <laughs> well, I mean, she pauses. Uh, the mom explains that she pauses because she doesn't want to say the b word. No, I know, but then I hear like a like I hear a buzz when he's talking. Oh, you think the reception should be better from the grave? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Is <laughs> grandma's not clear enough? I think you should have more bars. Yeah, I think you should have right. four G. One more time. A cheeky monkey. 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 Do you hear the? <laughs> It does sound like they're they're turning it up type yeah. of thing, but I will say this, that's because of the electricity. Because of his voice coming in from the other side, it's a, it's all it all has to do oh, with electricity. How do you realize that? How yeah. did you, you why are you wearing all those crystals now? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where did those come from? I have heard so many people say that they've walked in on their kid having full-blown conversations. But that's a kid thing. Yeah, I did that. But, I'm just weird. No, but then they'll say what were you talking to who you were talking to? And they'll say grandpa, then they'll describe the grandpa perfectly, the grandmother perfectly. They've never met and it's creepy or you'll see a dog just straight up staring at a wall for an hour. Sure. So some dogs are stupid, <laughs> but some dogs are like hanging out, talking to dead people. Are you telling me that you're using the example of a dog staring at a wall? That's just part of As it. Proof of I'm the just beyond? saying that children who are not now screwed up by people <gasps> telling them ghosts aren't real duh, 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 and dogs that are like, hey, whatever. Those those entities are more receptive to the other side, just like me. Keep going. I like to hear you talk all night about this. <laughs> Look, I know Allie's crazy, and I'll never endorse a word she says. Right. But I will tell you that I don't have another explanation for this video. Mm. And is it possible that it's Grandpa? Yeah. I, we got Bean. I, maybe. I don't I have can't. a more reasonable explanation than that. There's also no way to rule it out, even if you don't believe in mm. it at all. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. a way to rule it out. We uh, don't have ghosts. There's, we, no one has any sort of real evidence. Right, but you don't have evidence against either. So. I mean, I, there, no one comes out and goes, hey, guys, there, there are no ghosts. The only evidence would be no ghosts. We have no ghosts. Well, you don't have ghosts because you don't believe and no one right. wants to visit you. You didn't hear about the mm. dog looking at the wall? Yeah. How sad for you. How sad for you. You probably Shit don't have Santa thing. Claus in your life either because oh, you refuse okay. to believe. This is turning very dark. <laughs> All right. We don't have time for that. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Give me the dirt. It's a little... Um, <laughs> Too much for us. I got to be honest. We're not going to yeah, be able to handle this. It's a lot of show. Well, someone will cancel. Someone will be late. Someone won't show up, right? Travis Barker will be here. Woo! Okay. Monkey. Uh, we have the top 10 sound bites or drops, as we call them. Monkey. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm here, Grandpa. Right? I am too. Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Whoa. Recognize those guys' names? I do. Deadpool. Monkeys. Once upon a Deadpool. Oh, Something yeah, right. monkeys. Plural, plural. <laughs> Come on, Grandpa. <laughs> Um, beer mug at the Hollywood Christmas Parade. I can't wait. Magic. Is it good? Yep. Brand new internet roundup and a man by the name of Will Ferrell. Woo! What? Monkey. Enjoy this today as well. We will take a break and we'll come back with Monkey next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Allie McKay, what's happening? Hey, Bean. Well, TBS is developing strange times. It's based on former Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLonge's graphic novel and book series. Uh, what? 
They're um, developing it as a um, potential adult animated show, and Tom DeLonge is set to executive produce. It's about five dirty teenage skateboarders who solve paranormal mysteries while being chased by deep state government agents. I mean, that old trope, right? Right. (laughs) Here's Tom's quote. My love for all things paranormal and skateboarding are sometimes only superseded by my love for offensive humor. This series combines them all into one. He's been talking for years about having deep government sources that he talks to all the time. He's like, I'm so happy TBS bought my documentary. Like, he doesn't think this is fake. Yeah. He thinks this is very real. Yeah, he um he launched Strange Times in 2011 as a fringe news site reporting on unexplained phenomena, and it uh, kind of grew from there. Mostly, I think uh, did it grow in the noggin? Maybe in, in the noggin, mm. little little bit. Yeah. So, so yeah, five dirty teenage skateboarders. Right. He should be he should be hosting that uh, that late night uh, UFO show that George Norrie hosts. Should be Tom DeLong up there going. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. <laughs> Taking all those crazy conspiracy calls. <laughs> that radio show, everyone. I don't know that show, but it sounds Art, great for remember me. Remember Art Bell for years in overnights would do, where people were just calling and talk about all the craziest conspiracy yeah. theories in the world. I and think then, so. Yeah. And then he retired and George Norrie took over, and it's still on the air today, but it sounds like Tom DeLong is angling to be the next host because he just believes anything. Yeah. I mean, the more probably uh, current reference would be Alex Jones, ah. but... We're dealing with a guy with a ham radio up there, so... That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Jones doesn't do extraterrestrials, Yes, he does, That's what George Norrie does. Oh, you mean more like I've been abducted or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he does think lizard people, like, run the world. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Well, they're turning the frogs gay. Yeah, the water. Well, that's that's what I heard. That's absolutely true. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a fun little walk down um, a radio Ouch. show no one's heard of. That was that was a delight. Well, get a goddamn radio, Allie. <laughs> is that one of the ones you have to, like, crank up? That no, it's one, of, it's, no it's one of the ones where it's a bird sitting on a stand uh-huh. and the bird just repeats the things. Okay, all right. Do I have to talk to, guy, like, truckers on a CB to get it? How yeah, does it's, it... That, it's separate from that. Okay, all right, got it. <laughs> Guys, we're going to have Will Ferrell in, in um, I think, a little over an hour. But uh, just so you know, Cord Hose and Tish Cadigan, they've returned from obviously covering the royal wedding abroad, and they are set to welcome the new year with a bang. Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon are back to host Funnier Dies 2019 Rose Parade coverage, starting kids love it, starting on January 1st. Bitchin'. Cord, of course, is a health and wellness expert, and Tish is not only a former Miss Arizona, she's also a relationship expert. <laughs> so they're going to um, tell us all about the floats and the bands, um, and not at all about the floats or the bands. Right. And mostly it's gonna be not at all. Mostly not at all. Mm-hmm. It will be simulcast on Funny or Die's website and Twitch starting at 8 a.m., and apparently Tim Meadows will be back um, as Great. well. He's so, the roving correspondent yeah. talking to the crowd. I love it's him. Just, it's just good stuff, you guys. So Look, happy to see that. Whatever Will Ferrell is doing, I'm watching. Well, period. I mean, Court Hosenbeck, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And they're, they're Golden Globe nominated. Really? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. For their royal wedding coverage? Uh, or yeah. for last year's Rose Parade? I think Parade? last year's Rose Parade. Oh, well, they. I don't know how you step it up. Yeah. It's good stuff. I like it, you guys. So, apparently, um, now one of the, the biggest rumors out there, 
the Oscar host is going to be nobody. No one's going to do that it. They're going to just have, um, quote, a bunch of huge celebs, something SNL style, and buzzy people to throw to commercial. Oh, God. That's from an insider who said buzzy people. Yeah. Does that mean someone selling like tummy tea on Instagram? No, that's like a 95 year old person at the Oscars being like, hell, be buzzy. Like, be they're buzzy? so outdated. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah, I don't. This is just like I don't know that no host great. though is worse than a bad host. Sometimes a bad host ruins the whole thing. Yeah, at least no host. Yeah, there are no no win situation in their defense. Yeah, I don't know true. who they even get at this point. I mean, Kate McKinnon, Kumail Nanjiani. Okay, both good, but I don't. I both think they're stuck on this. I I, I agree. I also mm-hmm. think John Mulaney and Nicole. I mean, there's a lot of people. I think they, would be great. I said that from the beginning. Why don't they? Do, as long as they don't do the oh hello well, characters. Oh hello. So. Good God. But I I do think. Uh, it's just they they get stuck on fame. They don't see young. They don't. See, it's just it's a terrible situation. This whole thing is stupid. Also, award shows are stupid. Thanks. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Bitchin. Okay. Thank you for that. All right, some birthdays for you. How about Haley Steinfeld? Huh? Bumblebee coming right. out looks good. Very Lottie, talented young actress. A lot of yellow. A lot of yellow. A lot of yellow in those ads. Yeah. A lot of yellow. And uh, rapper Mo Steff. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This is the time of year where we start to reflect back on the year that was, in this case, 2018. We have something on the show called drops or sound bites, depending on which radio term you like to use. And it's the little clips of funny audio sometimes that we play throughout the show. And some of them become very popular with our listeners. We get requests for drops sometimes from people. Um... Being it's spectacular at working these in. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're very sweet to say that. I, I definitely enjoy it. In fact, I've said many times that my goal, uh, my radio goal, is to not have to talk anymore and just be a guy <laughs> who hits buttons that plays sound bites. <laughs> So every year we try to put together the top 10 sound bites that kind of represent the year that was. And I'm telling you, it was real tough this year. I mean, some of the ones that didn't make it, for instance. Mr. Boombastic, baby fantastic, oh. touch me in my back, Mr. Rose. That didn't make that the top 10? didn't Whoa. make the top 10. I want to recount. That's how, that's how great this year was. Yeah. This wow. one, this one, not on the top 10. I'm sorry, I watched it, but <gasps> wow. so I mean, What is on this any list? Any of these could have been number one. <laughs> this is a terrible list you've assembled. I think what he's saying is it's the best list. I'm saying it's a great list. Let's and, wait and see. And You're by right. the way, we a lot of people mock our president, but we are going to miss the human soundbite machine when he's gone, I'm telling <laughs> you. We're going to miss the, the Kofefi and the smocking gun and everything else that he does. This was one that I was in love with for like a month, but then forgot about. And I can't, I can't believe it. It's a trap. I mean, come oh, that's on. on you. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. All right, but we did narrow it down to ten. Hit it, Steve. Audio clips that we play on the show. Which one will be on top? No one knows. Audio clips, also known as drops. Which one will have a shot? This is top drops. Top drops. This is top drops. This is top drops. Which one will be on top? All right, this uh, number 10, I have to give Jensen all the credit. It was a late-in-the-year sneak-in that Jensen made us aware of, and we've just all fallen in love with it. Number 10. Uh? (laughs) 
that is Tim Allen. And what's the deal that was on every episode of Home Improvement, Jensen? Yes, uh, Ali did a story about Tim Allen, and I went, and everyone looked at me. We mocked you endlessly. And I said that every episode of Home Improvement at the end of the theme song, he does that, and then we proved it. Hmm. And now it is, uh, it hopefully will be in the legacy of the show forever. Number 10. Here's uh, here's number nine. This is what I think is going to make you guys smile when you remember little Brady that we had on the phone one day. Number nine. I want to see some naked dudes. It's why I built this pool. <laughs> remember little Brady? Sure. Yes. I love it. But Chip, aren't you friends with the family now? Didn't that one go off radio? Yep. In real life? All right. This is a number uh, number eight, and I apologize in advance to any dogs that are listening, but I got to... Number eight. I mean, oh, <laughs> we couldn't get that that uh, t- to stop for about three months. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. And I, I don't uh, think I'm exaggerating. Mm-mm. About it, three months. It was several weeks at least, but Please. I just, I could not get it to stop. And it was driving me insane. <laughs> and I heard it 24 hours a day until I finally figured it out. So I started bringing it onto the air. And so many people complained because of their poor dogs. And I, I apologize. This is Talk Drops. All right, let's see what's next here. Number seven. What they do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I think so- that's my favorite because it's the worst that you made the best by the way you used it. Because the first time you played it, we mocked you endlessly. Yeah, it made no sense. And then you started using it really at well-timed places. Mm-hmm. So congrats on getting that one in the top ten. And then yesterday, a little behind the curtain, uh, he did admit he had been sitting on it for months. For months. Yes. Couldn't wait to <laughs> play it. a lot it. of stuff like that. <laughs> the, uh, the OJs from around 1974, I think, from their song Backstabber. So yeah, I sat on that one for a while. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we continue to count down the top ten sound bites of the year. Here's number six. Number six. Oh, hello. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's my number one in my heart. Jesse, you guys. Taller Jesse. Kevin, what was the story on Jesse? You said, let's take one more call. I guarantee this is going to be a good one. We went to him and he said that. And we just moved it into a commercial. We just said, nope, sorry. Here's, a, here's number five. I think this one also needs a warning, just like the smoke detector, because this is one of the most uh, terrifying sounds that uh, you've ever heard. Number five. Remember that video of that guy? I think he was in Alaska or something, and those lynxes were shouting at each other. All right, moving on. Jensen, I think you're going to be very happy about this one, too. Number four. Number four. Bong, bong. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Bong, bong. This is Todd Drops. Now, Bong Bong is, uh, was it RZA? Yeah, RZA, RZA, yeah. The way he just basically says, right on, or I hear you, is Bong Bong. And he said it to me. I was interviewing him at Comic-Con, and I had no idea what it meant. But I knew for a fact that I should know what it meant. The way he said it, the way he delivered it, it was like, well, that's just something I missed out on. (laughs) And what I love about it is it's like aloha. It's just one of those terms that is effective in many different situations. Like, you could use Bong Bong as an exclamation. You could use it as a question. You use it anywhere. Are you saying Bong Bong? You're saying Bong. No, it's Bong Bong. Yeah, Bong Bong. Yeah. Oh, okay. You oh, okay. Right. Right. Here's uh, here's number three. I don't think there was a piece of music that we played more than this one this year. Number three. Whoopie dee scoop. Sure. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. All time classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kanye is a genius, or was. I think we can all agree. Yes. Sure. Now that we've had a few months to reflect on uh, Poopity Scoop, which I think was actually called Lift Yourself in the Album. <laughs> what do we What do we think about it? Is it great or is it garbage? 
I mean, it's great for the drop. It's both. I don't think I'll ever bump it in my car. It's while garbage that's great. Yeah. Okay. Number two is going to take you back to uh, the spring, I think. we. <laughs> this, is a, this is one of the most controversial sound bites of the year. Why are you laughing? Don't know. I just think it's funny that we have a controversial drop. Right. It was very controversial. This was the drop that we got the most requests in 2018 to stop playing. Oh, oh I know. What is it, Allie? It's Pippa. It's Pippa. <laughs> it's a little dog named Pippa in Australia <laughs> who used to every day, several times a day, run down and bark at a crocodile. And one day, the crocodile was fast enough to take Pippa out. And it's a horrifying piece of tape. It cracked me up that you played it once, let alone many times. Of and then we started, people. Yes, of all people. Then we started calling back just to see maybe today's the day Pippa's going to make it. But unfortunately, she never did. And here it is. Number two. Oh! Oh! No! 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 No. The funniest part of that is the excitement for a half a second. Right. Yes. And then yeah. just disaster. No, that is the modern day Hindenburg. All right, the uh, number one soundbite of 2018, there was never any doubt, even though a lot of other great audio came along in the year, when the Super Bowl happened last year, and we saw this in a television commercial, oh. we knew it would be on our list <laughs> and on our air forever. Number one. Nobody asked you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked you, Kevin. I mean, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, my year is going to be something. <laughs> How perfect is that? And that's the top 10 sound bites of 2018. This is Top Drops. The Top Drops of 2018. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Hey, uh, Muggs just walked into the studio. Okay, we invited Muggs to come in. The microphone. Yes, yeah, Muggs ahead. is allowed on the show. Okay. He's part of the team. All right. Beer Mug. Yo! The Hollywood Christmas Parade is a tradition that goes back how far, if you know? 1906. No, I have no idea. Okay. Good. All right. Good start. <laughs> it definitely has been around for decades and decades. Uh, they don't do it live anymore, which is uh, to the really to the detriment of the program. It's a that was shame. We used to love it. So that. fun how yeah. bad it was live. Now they uh, now they record it, and it's already happened. It airs this Friday night on TV across the country. And they get, quote-unquote, stars for this? Yeah. You know, they have um, they have recognizable people walk down the carpet. <laughs> recognizable <laughs> people is a step down from stars. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes you have to do research, which I do none of before Excellent. I roll up. Excellent. That's a good so... word. But at least you show up at the Christmas parade in a great mood. Yes. What's up, you guys? Beer Mug here at the 8 millionth Hollywood Christmas parade. Very excited. As you can see, I'm wearing my Festive LA Dodgers Christmas sweater. Hollywood's... Well, it's for Omar. No one else plays their f***ing bloopers, just mine. Yeah, I'd like to remind wow. you of moment oh, with incredible. Kevin, moment with Dean, <laughs> moment with Allie, <laughs> moment with Jensen, <laughs> moment with everybody. I'd like to remind you of all of the moments with where we all play all of our... It just seems like you guys come down on me a little bit. Does harder. it? Yeah. Does it Look. seem like that to you? <laughs> really? A little bit. You're the best at this. And by we, best, you we, mean... We honor you. And oh, how great wow. you are. That means a lot. Thank you. All right, Bean, we're going to need Muggs' original question. Was it last year at the Christmas parade? Or oh. when was it? Um, oh, oh, Grammys? No, that was at the Grammy Roundtable. Okay. Yeah. Muggs right. mm -hmm. talked to Lou Ferrigno and asked maybe the greatest question of all time. 
at the Grammy Roundtable with none other than Mr. Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk himself. How you doing, Lou? Good. Good afternoon. How is uh, how has life been for you up to up to today? <laughs> Best question ever. That Pretty requires broad. a long, long, long answer. Pretty broad, right? <laughs> Pretty Especially broad. I'm a deaf guy. So if you think that Lou Ferrigno was at the Christmas parade mm-hmm. and mugs avoided that question, you would be wrong because he went back Excellent. and wanted to get some clarification on the worst question of all time. The Incredible Hulk, <laughs> Mr. Lou Ferrigno. How you doing, sir? Phenomenal. Well, you know, I'm glad you say that, Lou, because I get a lot of flack from an old interview I did with you a while ago. It was at the Grammy Roundtable, and the question I asked was a little open-ended. I asked you, uh, how has life been up to you up till today, that day? A little bit, <laughs> a little bit broad, but you know, you, you're a man that's been through many experiences Experiences. So, I mean... Now, here's my thing. <laughs> yeah, where's he going with this? First of all, he ruined the question. Yeah, right. yes. Let me get the original yeah, right. question, right? Second of all, he's turning it around into mm-hmm. a real question, and it works. Yeah. Whoa. Being here and, and giving back to the public, what's what's the most rewarding thing uh, for you coming out to these events? Uh, that instant gratification I could give to the fans and the people on the parade. No. Well, Lou, thank you guys, and Carla, thank you guys for stopping and talking to me. I know you have a whole line of press to, to attend, but... But thank you for stopping by, and... Back to that question I asked you. That wasn't a bad question back at the uh, Grammy Roundtable. I asked, I asked Lou, how has life been up to been for him up till yeah. today? Yes. I mean, it's a little open-ended, Did but... Did he tell you? He said it has been great. But, but my coworkers give me crap for that question. Why? I don't know. That's Every day above ground is a good day. So life has been great for you up until That's today. I can say every day above yes. ground is a good day because if we're not here, we're not here. I mean, I mean it was a journey. Right? <laughs> but, right? Redemption, yeah. you guys? Redemption? Uh, Define okay. redemption. I mean, the fact that you couldn't get that question out, not once, oh. but twice. But went back to it again, yeah. too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to and, ask his wife about it. And Mr. Frigno was being very kind. So generous. Who is Prince Max? Prince Max. Is what? that right? Prince yes. Max? Okay. Um, he's a German prince who I had never seen until that day. But uh, at a lot of these events, they, you know, the, the, the publicists come up to you, hey, would you like to talk to so-and-so? And, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, just bring anybody you have. So that was this case. This is Prince Max. By the way, did you get your slips here? Because check them out. Louis Vuitton slippers, man. I mean... Oh, like fit for royalty right there, <laughs> Prince Max. Thank you. So good to meet you. What's your network? K-Rock Radio. Oh, My name's Beer Mug. Beer Mug. And, you know, I know the German people love beer, so maybe I can come down <gasps> do Oktoberfest one day. Anytime. You're always welcome at Oktoberfest, and we're going to rock it royal. Can I roll with you so, like, I get all, like, the VIP treatment? Very sure you will. Yeah. That's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Prince. Servus. Alles Gute. <laughs> yes, exactly what he said. Oh By the way, there's a there's no way that you're gonna be rolling with him. How sweet would that be? And though, B, Kevin? have you ever had a better chance to show anyone in the world your bug your beer mug tattoo? Oh, I totally failed. On the top of your I, foot. I, oh, how man. did I not think of that? You have a tattoo. I know. God, I suck. So then, Gumby. <gasps> Gumby, does Gumby talk? Well, you'll hear. Gumby, <laughs> is there a, is there anything you could say about the Hollywood Christmas parade? How excited are you to be here? You heard it from the man here himself, Gumby. <laughs> wow, what a coup. Right. Well, I got to tell you, Gumby, uh, it might make you feel good that when I was four, I had a uh, Gumby and Pokey action figures. Unfortunately, my dog got to them. Oh, it seems to be popular with the Golden Retrievers. I had a little uh, Shih Tzu and uh, tore it to pieces, but oh, no. Pokey survived. I'm sorry, bud. 
Well, you guys enjoy the parade. Gumby, it was very nice meeting you. Uh, seriously, you have a special place in my heart, especially that action figure that didn't make it. <laughs> so Again, a journey. Okay. So I, <laughs> nope. No, that was... Um, I had nothing for that interview. Right, now, but you said... Because he doesn't may, talk. But well, you said maybe this will make you feel better. <laughs> I had a little toy of you that got destroyed. <laughs> that was your maybe make you feel better <laughs> moment. <laughs> All right, we're running late on time. I would like to have you introduce uh, Nancy O'Dell, though. Who who is she from? Nancy O'Dell got her start on, like, one of the most, the original variety talk shows, uh, Access Hollywood. Now she's on Entertainment Tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, my high school crush, right, is standing right next to me. Oh, really? Miss Nancy O'Dell. That makes me feel good and old at the same time. No, because I was going to say, like, what kind of like moisturizer are you using? Oh, is dear. that what you Whoa. want to hear from oh, us? No, no. Oh, oh, why? Why not? Is that I the hope question? you're not going to offer her some of yours. Oh, Bean. <laughs> See, that's you, Bean. Oh, oh that's not Muggs. Dear. Muggs is serious. What kind of like moisturizer are you using? Because you don't, you don't age. Oh my gosh! Can I just stand here and talk to you all night long? You're so cute. Oh, you make me feel good. He's got good moisturizer too. I try. I'm oh. sweating. Mm. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah. Nancy. Odell. Oh, how about that? Look at that, that guys. A, an actual legitimate celebrity, by the way, yeah. that Buzz just talked to. Uh, well, I mean, a legitimate celebrity until you realize he's going to talk to Leslie the Stingray. Oh, uh, no. Excuse me? How are you? Nice to meet you. And your name? It's Leslie. Leslie the Stingray. Stingray. All right. First question. Let's take bets. Mm-hmm. First question that he asked Leslie the Stingray. What the hell are you? Okay. Allie? Uh, Stingray, you stung anyone? Oh, <laughs> pretty close. Oh, no. Uh, of Aquarium of the Pacific in Long Beach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Leslie's not the one that, that killed Steve Irwin, right? Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, yes. No. Yes is the answer to that bead. Beer mug, you did not. He did. Oh, I did, yeah. There it is again. Leslie's not the one that that killed Steve Irwin, right? No, 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 no. Too soon? Well, we can cut that out. Sorry, Leslie. That was I. Leslie scared because uh, you know sushi and all. Oh, <laughs> you, know you eat stingray. No. I'll have some unagi and some stingray. What's Forgive happening? me for not understanding this, but was there a guy on the red carpet holding a stingray? No, it was their mascot, the aquarium. Oh, the costume aquarium. character. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay. No. yes. All right, I only have time for one more. Unfortunately, it's Montel Williams. Oh, oh this is another redo, right? Okay. Another yeah. redo. The last time you sang for him, what? This is how we do it by Montel Jordan. See? Oh, no. Because you're being funny. So he runs mm. into Montel Williams again. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Montel Williams hanging out with uh, Beer Mug from Kevin and Bean. That's who I am. There you go. Everybody knows who you are. Oh, man. No, thank you. But I want to I want to start off real quick. I want to apologize for last year. I tried to make a really, really bad uh, Montel Jordan joke. Oh. And by starting off the interview by going, this is how we do it. And you weren't having none of it. So I apologize, Mr. Williams. Uh, he's, he's six foot seven and a whole different world. Of you know, we, we're two different worlds, but you know, <laughs> it was just me trying to be funny, and it went, That's all right. That's all right. Mr. Williams, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Pleasure sir. seeing you again. You will. Thank you. And this is how we do it. Yeah! Oh, Boom. come on. Boom! The beer mug apology tour is a success. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. It wasn't even a real stingray. It couldn't have been the stingray that killed Steve Irwin. Right? right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's unbelievable that he asked that question. That is why we love Beer Mug. Oh, jeez. That is why we love Beer Mug. 
Hey, Dave, the King of Mexico, our producer. Hey, what's going on, guys? A couple things you wanted to mention up at krock.com right now before we get into this uh, week's Internet Roundup. Yeah, uh, if you missed our the Kevin and Bean Show's amazing interview with Billie Eilish from Acoustic Christmas, it's up there. It doesn't okay. have a lot of direction. Mm-mm. No. no. <laughs> it's not linear. So. <laughs> it's not linear at all. So good luck with that one. Yeah. Uh, but we love her. Yeah, she was so, great. So fun, yeah. yeah, she's such a fun interview. And if you need something for that special someone or a friend or something, we have the Kevin and Bean gift guide. Oh, that's right. The gift guide. Yeah, you guys well. do that. You guys pick some gifts that are that are pretty funny and Jensen's six thousand uh, dollar cat litter box. Right, so, six hundred, but yeah. Six hundred, but so, nice same. Yeah. All right. That's up at uh, krock.com, along with all the best viral videos of the week. We call it the Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Yeah! Click that mouse and open your browser, plug your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your view and laugh so hard that you'll start spewing Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. I love cats, and I know Jensen does too. Chip, not so much because Mr. Pickles is Satan incarnate. But um, I hate. The, the one thing about cats is they love Christmas trees. And I have seen so many references this year in particular, and videos too, of cats who, get, who climb into and sit in your Christmas tree. Like why, they're why, outside why they climbing that? a tree. Because just like, cause cats like to climb. This, well, stop it. This poor, cat, <laughs> this poor cat gets stuck in the Christmas tree. And I am not a fan of his owners, and they are not a fan of their cat. <laughs> but they do try real hard to untangle him from the lights or whatever he got himself into. Dude, Shay is stuck in a <laughs> Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Shay, you <laughs> stupid bastard. <laughs> you piece of oh. Look at the mess you made. Look what you did to our lovely Christmas tree. Shay, he's stuck by his tail. Oh, get him out. Get him out! I don't know how! <laughs> I'm gonna unplug this so we don't accidentally zolt him. I'm so confused! I don't know how he's. What, is he stuck on the lights? Or what? Well, look, okay, he's hanging on this cord right now. I know he is, but what do we do? I don't know! He's stuck somehow! I don't even okay. know how he's stuck! All right, that's enough. That's enough of that. Look, they, these guys need to put down the bong, right. and they need to take seriously that their cat is in peril. They're oh. not incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. The cat's yeah. fine. I and, think it's worse than the bong bean. And uh, Kevin, it's you've the never, brain and the bong. You've never had a cat during Christmas time. I don't because, have cats because I hate them. But they're awesome because they climb up the trees and they wait for you. And then when you walk by, they'll jump out. Oh, Except for this one. Oh, that's so fun. Cats are dicks. <laughs> Cats are awesome. Ugh. Allie, I'm so happy that we have this video of this week's roundup because I know how much you love this. You want to describe the uh, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation decorations that made the rounds a few days ago? Oh, goodness gracious. So this home in Austin decided that they would have Clark Griswold. As he's hanging his lights, he falls off the ladder. Mm-hmm. So it's just him hanging from like what would be like a rain gutter. So they have a dummy that is just hanging from a rain gutter and then a ladder that's just askew. And this sweet spirit of a man, turns out he's a veteran. He stopped his car, he ran over, and it was all taken from their ring doorbell video right. of mm-hmm. him trying to move the ladder. He's screaming up at the guy. You can't tell the guy's a dummy? He's yelling at him. He's They're like, both sir, dummies, can, you, can you feel it? Can you, can you feel the ladder it's near you so he's a good samaritan he's just trying to save the poor man's life and these news anchors cannot stop cracking up over it can you reach it 
the man in Austin, Texas, thought this dummy was a real person. Nest Cam video shows the man rush over, grab a ladder, and call for help. He even called 911. The family, the family put up the dummy to pay homage to a, a, a Christmas scene from uh, from a movie right there. The Griswolds, you right? You know, Christmas vacation. And uh, they are trying to find the man to give him a gift because they say <laughs> it, his heart was in the right place. Now, he felt it. Oh, no. He, felt, he, said, he, said, he said, can you reach it? Can you reach it? Oh my God. A good Samaritan there. It's making me cry, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> you want him around if you were stuck on the roof one day. Can you reach it? <laughs> these, uh, these anchors enjoyed that story. They did, yeah. Do you think the family was smart enough to give him a Jelly Month Club? Jelly of the Month Club gift certificate for helping? What? It's a Christmas it's vacation. A Christmas it's kind of movie. a big thing. In the All right. All right. Back in your box. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, James Corden did a very funny bit. You know the Ariana Grande song, Thank You, Next. He uh, he assembled his own version, which is thanking Jeff Goldblum for his lifelong career in the movies. And it's very touching and very emotional. And by the way, I get people's fascination with Jeff Goldblum. I don't, he, but he this is, is a funny. super interesting dude. And James Corden apparently agrees. Listen to that. I saw him in the fly, but his face was grotesque. Then he won independence from an alien mess. And in Thor Ragnarok, his performance was classic. But who could forget the hot doctor that he played in Jurassic? He taught me love. He taught me patience. He taught me pain. Jeff Goldblum's amazing. You can see all these videos plus the DJ Earworm mashup for 2018, which is all the biggest pop hits of the year. Also, we brought you yesterday the 179 Days of Christmas if you want to see that video oh, and a whole geez. bunch more. Go to krock.com or kevinandbean.com at this week's Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Kevin and Bean, Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. I love scotch. I love scotch. <laughs> scotch has got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. <laughs> You've got the Anchorman in your pocket. We've got the real Anchorman right here in the studio. Will Ferrell is joining us. I've had it for years. I don't know that why. That is so impressive. I carry with me everywhere in I go. The plastic packaging. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> you, I wouldn't want to take all of the uh, worth out of it. By <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put that say, on eBay. Those are the type of things that are usually called, you know, collector's items. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. But that has no value. It's actually <laughs> lost value. <laughs> I have to pay someone to take yep, it. Yep. No, pretty much. Sucks. Will Ferrell, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. How are you, sir? I Very am happy fantastic. To Very happy to, is... to have you. Great to be here in your guys' shiny new studios mm -hmm. with the massive floodlights. <laughs> the lights are too uh, bright. Agreed. Uh, That's because we're videoing this. Go ahead. Radio is now TV. TVO is now radio mm -hmm. in today's media world. 
<laughs> sure. Thank you. <laughs> I'll see you guys. <laughs> Thanks for dropping that pearl of wisdom. That's the last thing he said. <laughs> and, and then he just he walked out. into an open elevator shaft and plummeted <laughs> to his death. You, uh, you were a fan of our other place, though, right? Yeah, you visited the old building, the I Janky loved, Building, right? I, I kind of had a soft spot for Did the, yeah. the weird... It was like a set in a Scooby-Doo episode, you know? <laughs> the haunted yeah. bunker. It was Dark. a dump. But it was our dump. With huge fencing, if I recall. Like there was huge fencing. Foot fencing. Yeah. yeah. As the... if anyone would ever want to get in. <laughs> no windows. Nope. That was right. to keep us from leaving, by the way, that fencing. <laughs> so we couldn't get out. I believe there were armed guards with dogs, teams of sure. trained dogs. Sure. Yeah. Snipers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it was rough. It was yeah. rough. Yeah. So, Will, how's your 2018 been? Uh, 2018. This year. That, that's the year we're in now, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you work too much. No, like, I don't. Really? I Not this year. Okay. This year, I really didn't work that much. Next year, look out. Ooh. Oh, man. Every day? Every day. I will work every day. <laughs> no breaks. <laughs> That's just my motto. I've got sure. it on, on the mirror in my bathroom. Work every day. Sure. Uh, no, I, I yeah, uh, I, I can't complain. I have a great life, beautiful family. Uh, I'm working out. You're working out. Yeah. I get to go to Kings games. Yeah, I saw you at a Kings game. I saw Kevin By at the way, Kings this game. is weird because I saw Will at a Kings and, and I told you I would come on the show. And I said, hey, why yeah. don't you come in and promote Sherlock Holmes? And he's right. like, okay. Yeah. And, I th- and I thought, <laughs> right. of course, like we're in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. yeah, of course he means it. Right. He means well. <laughs> but when it comes around to the morning, he's going to have something else to and do. And you said, uh, I get it. We'll have to call you. And, I did say that. That's and it. then I told my assistant let's get in touch with k-rock that's correct here we are that's correct and i was wrong if you recall the kings have won every single game <laughs> since that day that night we met i'm well, not i don't i'm not possible they are i don't think that's fire i'm not sure that's true kings go go, go. go. kings go, go. 23 <laughs> points <laughs> tied for last in the league <laughs> go kings go i mean it's not been great Mm-mm. if that's what you're saying do you go to a lot of games well i uh, i go to as many as i can i'm mm-hmm. i'm a season ticket holder uh, mm. a proud season ticket holder but it's a lot 41 home games that's yeah a, that's yeah. a lot of it's games. a lot how did you become a, a sports team co-owner this year 2018 how did that happen you know i um there is a someone i knew who's one of the main owners who's a father at m- one of my kids schools and we would talk soccer or uh, football, as they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, you know, around the yard. And he was part of this ownership group and had sent me an email and said, there's this opportunity. Would you want to be involved? And I thought, that sounds like fun. So, and then Did you, you th- say, only if there's a falcon? Right. I, <laughs> only if I can that, hold a falcon? That was in his original draw. Yeah. That yeah. was one of the stipulations. Yeah. Understood. Not specifically a falcon. Mm-hmm. Some sort of bird of prey. Sure. I was hoping for a California condor, but... <laughs> They are very endangered. Sure. And uh, so Falcon will do. Sure. Yeah. 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 Tell us about that day because. Which was amazing. You must have been frightened. I. So that's uh, for those listeners out there who have not been to an LAFC football game. The tradition is that you bring someone out who um, gets to. Well, you don't really hold the Falcon. You're the Falcon. You're like, yeah, yeah, sits on on your your glove. Ollie the Falcon. Ollie. And at a certain point, Ollie will fly and then fly around the stadium and do all these amazing dives and swoops and then land on a 
an emblem of the opposing team. Okay. And I, I, I thought it was like, oh, that's going to be so cool. They're going to rip it to shreds. <laughs> and it's going to be filled with, like, rabbit meat. And they're just going to, you know, it'll be an emblem of Real Salt Lake City. And just tear it to bits. And the crowd, you know, like the, you know, Roman Gladiator, the Coliseum will, will go nuts. And so, anyway, I hold Ollie, which he won't, he won't leave my, my, my glove the leather glove that he's perched on. Did it seem like forever? It seemed like forever. Yeah. It was a good... It felt like 10 minutes. I think mm -hmm. it was like... But it, I think it was a good 45 seconds. <laughs> and I keep whispering back to the handler, like, what do I do? What do I do? He's like, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's watching you. Everyone's watching. Uh -huh. Sold out stadium, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> Did you at some point say, when uh, will I it? I know. What do I do? I just... Do I give Push it a it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> give it a little shove? Do I scream at it? Uh, well, it's finally, yeah. Ollie took his own cue yeah. and took off. Took off, and then flew around the stadium very dramatically, and then very gently landed on the emblem of the opposing team. Did not rip it to shreds. No, no. rabbit meat. No, no rabbit meat. Mm -hmm. Just landed on it, and uh, tepid applause. <laughs> <laughs> Hard, hardly worth the trip. But but that's the uh, that's the new thing. So. Every the, LAFC game, we have to find someone to, to... And do they ask you again? And you go, you know, I did it. No, I'll do, I'll do gonna, it every week. You'll do it every week? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's my, that's my life. It's not your life. That, that, that's, that's my, my life now. now. That's <laughs> my life. Not next that's year. That's why you weren't able to work this year. <laughs> you said that's my life. <laughs> it's who I am. Do you, do you know how many man hours I spend taking care of that Falcon? <laughs> it's busy. It's yours now? It's now mine. Oh, wow. Your house. I'm not equipped to take care of a Falcon. <laughs> do you enjoy being part of that ownership group, though? Does it, uh, does actually, it keep you up at night? No, I'm... Is I'm, it a money loser? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've... I think I... I think I invested the bare minimum to be a part okay. of the club. Right. Yeah. So you're doing okay. So, yeah, I'm doing fine. And it was... Um, no, it was actually a thrilling experience to uh you know the team did did well and you know everyone seemed to have a great time it was it was it was a lot of fun yeah i mean do you were you at the game where lafc played the galaxy oh dear I when Ebro was showed any, up I in that did the, you see that those game those games don't count because it seems <laughs> like lafc games. was up three to nothing they were and then Zlatan Ibrahimovic scored. Yes. And then the Galaxy won 4-3. Were you there? I feel like I this just got personal, Kevin. I'm yeah. asking him if he was there. That's all. That, Unleash the Falcon! That game, oh, my God. I wish I had 20 Falcons I could just <laughs> command. To attack. Like Aquaman would fish but me with Falcons right? to descend upon Kevin. How often do you get a chance to mock an owner of a team in the Galaxy really, beat, Kevin? Seldom. Very yeah. seldom. Coming, very no, that was a uh, that was a, a I will have to say a spectacular it was game, but horrible not for yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. but not correct for LAFC. Yeah. Will yeah. Ferrell yeah. yeah. is correct. our guest yeah. on the Kevin and Bean Show. We have many things to discuss, including Holmes and Watson, which is his latest film with his good friend John C. Riley. That opens in theaters everywhere on Christmas. Quick break. Back with Will right after this on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Some guy named uh, Will Ferrell in city with us now here on the Kevin and Bean yeah. Show. He's a little known actor. High energy. <laughs> starting to make a name for himself. Starting to see him in some things. You're starting to recognize him now when he comes on the screen. Well, this time of year, you get a lot of elf love out on the streets. There is. Uh, it, it grows exponentially each year. I don't know how it does. Mm -hmm. um, but my mother just texted me photos of... She walked. was walking through the Gap, her local Gap, and there was just 
elf t-shirts, elf paraphernalia that I have no idea that's being produced. Excellent. And guess how much money I'm making off of that? <laughs> Zero. Zero. Yes. Uh, so but yeah, it just keeps... Multi-million dollar lawsuit? <laughs> oh, your mom's your lawyer? I want to announce that now <laughs> that we are filing suit against Time Warner and my mother will be representing us. <laughs> it's taking it is, the place of like Christmas story. It, yeah, it, it has become the new, greatest yeah. Christmas movie of all it's, time for, uh, for the modern generation. It's very flattering. It's still... Uh, people are always surprised because I still chuckle when it's brought up to me because I literally thought it was the end of my career. When I was running around in an elf suit, is that true? Uh, in the streets of New, I just there was just a moment. I just come off of Saturday Night Live, which you know was successful. Was successful, yeah. and I was known for doing edgier humor. Uh, and you know, of course, there were sketches like the cheerleaders and things like that that were more poppy, if you will. But uh, and so I, I just, I just remember thinking, oh, the, a man dressed as an elf, raised mm -hmm. by elves. Uh, this is it for me. A man yeah, child, really. It was just, it was just like this is either really going to work or people are going to go. Oh, I remember you. Why, why did you do that, that one? <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, it's just uh, you know one of those things where it all comes together. And is that amazing? John that Favreau you... did a great job. And oh was, yeah, and the ca the whole yeah. cast was incredible. And getting and being able to work with you know Ed Asner but and Bob Newhart, absolutely. And, like and and uh, the, Peter the, Dinklage. One of the better stories. Exactly, Peter Dinklage. Um, one of the best stories was at the premiere, James Kahn coming up to me is like, I got to tell you something. I thought every day we filmed, you were way too over the top. <laughs> and now I see it up on the big screen. Wonderful job. Well, but basically this weird backhanded compliment wow. of yeah, like, I thought you were, basically, I thought you were terrible every, every day, day I yeah. worked with you. And now I see, <laughs> no, I see what you were doing, you know. Uh, but, Do you think sweet, he had the same feeling in his mind, which I don't was, know. this yeah. is where James Conn dies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like know, but. But uh, yeah, that, that's just uh, you know all the all the planets aligned. But everybody always yeah. gives you this compliment, Will, that you are a guy who commits. Too handsome. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that oh, one. Okay, you, never mind. you I are a guy who who commits <laughs> completely to the character. And yes. that's what you did with buddies. You yeah. said, "Look, yeah. I'm not going to half-ass Buddy no, the Elf. If no. Buddy the Elf is a fish out of water yeah, in New absolutely. York, that's how I'm going to play it." He had to be a complete innocent. And uh, you know, when we were rewriting the script, it was that's how I came up with the joke. Uh, you know the the cafe that says world's best coffee or wh whatever it was, and I was like, you know, it has to be like he has to literally believe that they have the world's best coffee. Let's go try it. Why would they say it? You know, if they don't. And uh, uh, so it was a it was a wonderful opportunity to kind of uh, look at the things that we consider mundane and and uh, you know experience them through his eyes. It has to be weird too to just watch every year as it gets. Bigger and bigger and bigger. There is a there's a massive billboard on Sunset that's brand new. That's an advertisement for AMC, like holidays movies, right. and it's just a massive picture of Buddy the Elf. Oh, Buddy the Elf, yeah, screaming. So how many calories they are added to the lawsuit oh, no. as well? Yeah, bring yeah. Mom, I hope you're listening and taking notes. <laughs> how many calories were in that uh, that spaghetti dinner? That was a low. That With was the a syrup and everything else. A up? hypoglycemic meal. Wait, does hypo mean less or more? <laughs> I'm not I, positive. I don't know either. I think it means I don't know. Yeah, there was a there was a. It was pop tarts. What was it? It was, it was pop tarts. It was spaghetti. It was maple syrup. It was uh, M and M's, I believe. Um, and you were eating that and there for was real, a well. massive spit bucket next to me. Right yeah, there's no faking that. Yeah. yeah, no faking that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that brought the room down. <laughs> <Spit bucket. laughs> 
Bring in the spit bucket. <laughs> you guys have spit buckets here in the yeah, studio, yeah, yeah, don't you? Yeah. Uh, it's, just it in case, for sure. We yeah. took them out for you. Um, <laughs> is Ron Burgundy your favorite character you've ever played? Uh, he 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 may very well be. Yeah, yeah. Good old Ron may Burgundy. Well yeah, I think because uh, you kind of kept him alive with various uh, charity appearances. Yeah, and, whatnot, and, and we're now, you, now uh, starting that podcast. We're starting the podcast. So right. yeah, it's a very uh, it's a very fun thing. You can kind of you can kind of pick up where you left off with Ron. He's He's kind of applicable in any sort of situation, um, uh, but yeah, you know that's another story that's that is is kind of one of those things where you're kicking around an idea and you write a script and you know, fifteen studios say no. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had one studios. day where I think it was like twelve different either finance either studios or or financiers all gave us no's and that's unbelievable wow. we were it like yeah, we were trying I mean, we, were just, we were trying to explain in fact we had a read through for uh i forget what the name of the company was and uh we actually had uh i forget who we, we actually had john c Riley at the time read the the champ kind part which was ultimately played by david keckner and we had this read through where the financier comes up he wiping tears out of his eyes like that is the f- best funniest read through i've ever been through oh my gosh we will never make the movie <laughs> ah! and we're like wait why he's like i can't sell it it's a comedy about the the news yeah can't sell it yeah so well you know we were we what were do you have to do for someone if they're crying laughing to get them to take your yes. project it just took um it actually it took old school coming out being a hit and that forced DreamWorks, who owned the script at that time, to all of a sudden say, "Wow, uh, wait, we'll now make this." Are there and, other uh, things sitting around like that for you, like projects that um, would, that you've been waiting for in that way still, or do those you've made all of those? Aquaman, I have an Aquaman. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Wow. I, got bad news. <laughs> I got bad news. What? what? There's an uh, Aquaman movie out. No. Yeah. Coming out. Uh, they started yeah, filming. I think yeah, it comes out, out already, like next week. Like, next yeah. week. Like next week, next week? <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think you yeah. can get it done. Right. <laughs> Work every day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Work every day. I'm miming brushing my teeth, by the way. For Doesn't people. work on radio, yeah. but no, thank no, you for explaining. Right here, Will. Right there on yep. the camera. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. <laughs> is, there a, is there a dream actor project that you still want to do? Oh, oh. Deadly Adoption 2. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing up Deadly You're Adoption. You're welcome. I loved it. Lifetime movie, Deadly Adoption, starring myself and Kristen Wiig. Amazing. Done earnestly. And Done people earnestly. watched it and were so mad. So mad. And it brought me such joy. Why were they mad? Joy. Because they expected it to be funny? Yeah, they were like waiting yeah. for a joke yeah. for an hour oh, and a half. I, see. Okay. I mean, it was terrifying. There were two amazing simultaneous reviews. One mm-hmm. in Rolling Stone, who totally got what we were doing. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> because we had... We had so I had this this idea to shoot a lifetime movie just straight straight, straight. straight ahead, but but starring comedic actors. Right. And, and, so, and why, Will? Can you give us a uh, just just <laughs> straight awesome. just sitting just being a fan of lifetime movies going, Oh, it'd be fun to star in a lifetime movie. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> for the same reason I did uh, a movie entirely in Spanish. Too. I was gonna ask yeah. you so, about that too. Same sort of weird thought process. So right. uh, so we write the script. We have actors who come to set. They have to sign NDAs. They can't talk about. Uh, and the crew played it straight. So I would have. I would do a scene with an actor, and they'd be like, "Pull me a single." 
uh, can I ask you a question? What's going on with this? <laughs> is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be serious? I'm like, it's just a change of pace. I just uh, really responded to the material. And it's the most... <laughs> and they slowly... Dri- and this one guy was like, I don't buy it. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's take it again from the top. Uh, so we, we, we just shoot it totally straight. And uh, so the, these two reviews came out. One in Rolling Stone, which totally got what we were doing from a satirical standpoint and then another from the New York Times who was like I cannot figure this out (laughs) because if it's supposed to be real Kristen Wiig has some acting chops Will Ferrell does not (laughs) like and if it's a comedy it's not that funny are we supposed to laugh and it was just like I need to get both of them oh. and yeah, put them, frame them, frame them side by side. But is uh, that still in rotation on Lifetime? Could we come across? You that? know what? I'm, I'm, I literally. We were so strict on on how many times they could use it that it it it's actually worked to our detriment. So we're now talking to them again to try to. I want <laughs> to try to get I, it restarted. I want It's weird. <laughs> Where are they try, now? Well, I want to try to like if they could do a thing like every Valentine's Day deadly adoption <laughs> on Lifetime <laughs> and. Uh, so we're trying to see if we can get it back into their rotation. Because right. uh, good luck with that. Thank you. That's that's what I'm working. I on. mean, that seems tough. Work every, every day. day. <laughs> Will Ferrell is here. We need to take a break, and we still oh, haven't talked. We still haven't talked about Holmes and Watson. Oh, we got to talk about Holmes and Watson. So we'll, we'll do that in a second, or we don't have to. No, we'll talk about okay. it when we get yeah, back. Great. Yeah, let's sure. do it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. We're having the time of our lives with our friend Will Ferrell here on the Kevin Bean Show. By the way, next uh, hour, Red Reese and Paul Warnock are going to be here, writers of Deadpool. Of Why would you start promoting another movie, Bean? We haven't even talked I'm about it I'm just saying, yet. I'm just pr- b- 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 telling ahead of Guys, what we have coming up on the show. He was singing Guys, The Righteous Brothers. He was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing. Yes. Go ahead. No, and, I've had the time of my life. And Travis uh, Barker will be joining us in the 9 o'clock or all that straight ahead. Well, uh, this is our last uh, segment, so we have a lot to okay. cram in. Uh, including this is our about, speed round. Include, mm-hmm. Yes, including yeah. about your new film. But um, one of the things that we have been talking about on the show as the Oscars have continued to struggle to find a host for next year's ceremony, yes. we, we said you and John C. Riley are the perfect choice to host the Academy Awards. What say you? And this timing could not be more perfect. Okay. Because uh, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah! Exclusive. Here we are. Kevin and Bean. You heard it here. Somehow it seems like you just made that up. I did. I just okay. made it up. I know. You know, the Oscars are in a bit of a pickle right mm-hmm. now because is- it is a, truth be told, somewhat thankless thing to host. And, uh, you know, the upside is basically this. Like, oh, they'll be funny. They'll be funny. They were okay. And that's the upside. That's the, the upside. Best case scenario, okay. yeah. That's the best case, and it and it just you know it's a lot of work. You got to you know you start two months out. Mm-hmm. You got to work on all this stuff, and then there's so much pressure, and uh, you know. So I, it, I'm going to take work. that as a yes. I so yeah, you're doing it. You and John all in. I would love to. I pitched them one time a scenario. In fact, it was a similar situation. It was the year when Eddie Murphy dropped out, and uh, they had asked. Uh, it sniffed around if if I would possibly do it. And I was shooting a movie with Zach Galifianakis. I asked Zach if he'd be up for this. That I said, we will do it. We pitched it to them that we will do it under the premise that you your advertising is that you can't find a host. You can't find a host. <laughs> okay. And that we don't know who the host is. We don't know. And then curtain comes up and it's Zach and I dropped into the Oscars, but we don't know what camera we're on. We're ill rehearsed. Love it. Uh, it's and, too good. And for them. the show is a debacle. And they. Kind of giggled, and they were like, 
but we have to tape promos. We can't. They're, so they're they're very conventional in their sure. thinking, and they yeah. they, they kind of have to break out of that. Well, their loss for so. sure. Yeah. All right, let's talk All about right. your new movie, Holmes yep. and Watson. This is the New York Times first line: Man, children are something of a specialty for both Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, New York Times. As I wet my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this movie. Uh, this, yeah, this is, uh, you know, John and I, uh, uh, of course, playing arguably the most iconic uh, figures in uh, English literature. Sure. Uh, <laughs> running around <laughs> the streets of London in full Victorian costume, doing British accents with an all-British cast, and we had the best time you could possibly imagine uh yeah basically uh you know messing around with this you know uh with with these characters in the story in a comedic way and uh just every day we're you know we're like how did we get to play these guys uh let's your man children let's hurry let's hurry before they realize realize what they've done uh but uh you know it was uh it was great and it's it's you know i think it's obviously one of the few outright comedies coming out this holiday season. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just uh, very, I think, I would say it's very Mel Brooksian in the way oh, we've done this. Wow, so, that's a so, high compliment. Yeah. So it's... Uh, <laughs> he high it's, uh, gave himself. Yeah. 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 I, I'm all right with that. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's great fun. I want you and John C. Riley to be actual best friends in real life. Is that possible? That is. That's uh, that's actually pretty close. Have you roller skated buddies. with him? I he would he loves a good roller skate yes. workout. So he in London he would give me call. He, he would say I'm going roller skating from two to four. <laughs> and and you would say I'll meet you there. Didn't, I, I didn't. But we went on some lovely once? walks. And, but once uh, you didn't roller skate. I just was like, once? where are we gonna roller skate? But he would find a place two of hours course. outside of London. <laughs> like an, an abandoned roller rink. Yeah, <laughs> abandoned. Yeah, he would break and in. <laughs> just sticks everywhere with a crowbar. Will, did you uh, <laughs> did you ignore all previous incarnations of Sherlock Holmes? Like, like Pretty Benedict Cumberbatch, his universe doesn't exist yeah. in, in your movie, right? A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. We kind of uh, took every license we could to just mess around with all of that. I mean, I, in terms of the actual uh, performance and style, I, I studied a lot of uh, Jeremy Brett, who did the old BBC versions, and... He uh, he kind of has this amazing cadence to the way he would deliver information, where he'd all of a sudden be talking, and then he'd be screaming at you, and uh, for no reason. And I'd like to so, hear that in your uh, British I, accent. I, if and you then don't. he would be screaming at you. There you go. Mm. Look at that. Yeah, wow. pretty good. That's, you sold a ticket, right? That's there. worth the eighteen bucks. <laughs> yeah. Right. How um, much are tickets? Twelve. <laughs> depending I, on your I region. 18 Twelve. 18 Twelve. Right. Eighteen. Yeah, depends 18 where you go. Right. What yeah. time of day? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, when you and John are together or even interviewed separately, right. you cannot avoid stepbrothers questions. No, it's unavoidable. That's another one like Elf right. we talked about I earlier know. where stepbrothers gets bigger and bigger every yeah. year and people demand that you do another one. Why? It, in because fact, it's awesome. Have you seen it? Yeah. yeah. I know they demand. They they forcefully demand. Uh-huh. Uh to the point of violence and aggression. Oh, oh wow. yes. Oh, like oh, right. that, that's, that's why I have a bodyguard. Is that not the way to go? That's not the way. <laughs> it's usually not the way to okay, go. Okay, not the uh, way to go. Yeah, I know. It, it's a. It's it's once again very, you know, nice to be in that position, uh, and yet, uh, I know we don't have plans for a sequel. What right would now. you say is the most quoted movie or the most quoted line that people give to you? 
Most quoted movie. Uh, of yours. I sh- I'm sorry. Of all time? <laughs> yeah. I, Not, I don't want you probably to Probably Gone with the Wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I don't give a damn. Okay. Right? All right. <laughs> yeah, we're right here, I believe. Yep. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious to see what people scream know. at you, you know, on the street. Because I would scream something about a glass case of emotion if oh, I okay. read you on the yeah. street. Mm-hmm. It's very cyclical. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I've, I've had everything, uh, you know, there's a lot of Ricky Bobby quotes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's a lot of, uh, there used to be a lot of old school, let's go streaking. Mm-hmm. Um, Any I own a Dodge Stratus? Anyone you like? No, but that's high praise. That, that would be mine. That's high <laughs> praise. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so it just depends. Yeah. It just depends. Here's, a, uh, here's a text. This is from uh, Christy and Jason from the 714. I need Will to get back to work next year. My husband and I speak only in quotes from semi-pro, kicking and screaming, old school Anchorman and stepbrothers. We've reached a point where some people we are surrounded by don't even know what the hell we're talking about. It's a, it's a it's sad a, place to be, language. but we need more. Yeah. Will, you must not be able to go anywhere without someone screaming, Mom, the meatloaf! The meatloaf right. the, and the absolute one, best movie of all time is The Campaign, she says. Oh, mm-hmm. that's the movie I was shooting with Zach. Oh, with the Oscars. Yeah, oh, that's the Oscar right. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a political comedy, which we thought was so outlandish, and now <laughs> it pales in comparison to what's happening. Speaking of that, speaking of politics... By the way, Steph Curry dressed as Jackie Moon. After he scored 50 points. Oh, wow. Really? How yeah. about that? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah, that, awesome. That, that jersey is like wow. people wear it as just a fashion Work thing. every day. <laughs> That's very cool. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of politics, before we run out of time, your good friend Adam McKay yes. has this uh, this Dick Cheney movie coming out. Right, right. Called Vice. Uh, you've seen it? I have. Yeah. I saw it, too. How, yeah. how, do you, how do you rate Sam Rockwell's George W. Bush versus your George W. Bush, which was a great classic character that you even took to Broadway? Can I... Uh, uh, it's, he's okay. <laughs> 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 he's okay. Yeah. No, he did his best. <laughs> <laughs> if he could have done better, he would have. I'm no, sure. No, he... You know, Adam and I talked about that because Sam... Uh, I know Sam a little bit. And he's very—he's a—he's a great actor, but he also takes it very seriously. And I guess he was tormented by the fact that he couldn't get my impersonation out of his head. So he tried, and he said, "The more," he said it—he was very complimentary. He said, "At first glance, you just think of it as funny, and then, but then you watch the real tape on George W. And then you watch what I did, and he's like, it's very close to the way he really is, and I right. can't get out of it." So he, I—he actually. Found his own version and is he's he's awesome. That movie's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible. When movie. does that one come out? When does Vice come out? Christmas, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Along with Same Holmes. as Holmes and Watson. Oh, so it's a double feature. Oh, it's on. Whoa! <laughs> Did I Who's just gonna blow win? Your mind? Are you losing a no. friend? Is this big news? <laughs> Two different types of movies. Okay. Uh, I say double feature, you guys. Who's yeah, with I right? Yeah. Yeah. Double, double feature. feature. What else do you have going on? Great. Bring the family to Vice, and then take your wife to Holmes and Watson. <laughs> well, or, or the other way around. Sorry. I think it's the other way around. You have been uh, very generous with your time, not only today, but throughout the years. You know, we've reminisced with you in the past about how far back we go with you, all the way back to the very early 90s. So, uh, to uh, Kokomo's and Irvine. To Kokomo's yep. and Irvine, yep. yep. That's so embarrassing that you went there. <laughs> it is. Dean and I were doing an event there and Will showed up. Aww. And I think that's the place we got busted for peeing in the bushes. It is. By yeah, we did. We almost got arrested that inside, night. And we were get, almost getting arrested outside. <laughs> 
But uh, you are we're true to your word to come in today, and we can't thank you enough. And no. we wish you and your family the very best for the holidays. Always a pleasure. Keep in touch. For okay, reals. absolutely. Thanks, Bye-bye. guys. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Well, it's a shame that Will Ferrell was our last guest today because yeah. it went so well. I would hope to have oh, more, but I, uh, I guess actually, not. Kevin, actually, we got goes. plenty more to what? come because Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, creators of Deadpool, Ooh. are going to be here in about 20 minutes or so here on K Rock. All right. What? Well, that's that, well, that would be enough. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's, no that's a enough. great show yeah, right there. Yeah. Will Ferrell and those guys? Travis Barker uh, stops oh by God. at 9 a.m. to talk music and so much more. So it's a very, very heavy day here on the Kevin and Bean Show. In fact, I say we take tomorrow off uh, okay i'm in okay okay we'll do it <laughs> not hard to get kevin in on that one no. yeah, i took half of yesterday yeah, i actually left <laughs> unfortunately uh ali's here too and it's time for what's happening wow, why wow. Are you wow. Like Jesus. hey what's up what I, was just I mean i mean on top of all that other great stuff ali also is here with what's happening Asshole. Just as great. Honestly, you are such a dick. Just had three great segments with Will Ferrell. Now I know. Now I know why when I was taking picture with Will, he whispered, "I hate Bean. Do you hate Bean?" And I'm like, "I do." I'd like to punch him in the face. Amen. You guys, um, when you wake up, do you immediately have coffee? No. No. I'm not a coffee person. I've only had real coffee, Mm -hmm. meaning like hot from a machine, once in my entire life. Wait, what? Yeah. Huh? I've had like lattes and basically desserts that are coffee. You okay. know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I yeah. have those. Regular coffee. <laughs> okay. One time in my life. Do I work with three non-coffee drinkers? It's it, odd I, because we have an early job. Morning, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I drink hot tea in the morning, but I'm a, tre- a tremendous coffee drinker the rest of the day. I love coffee. The rest of the day. <laughs> you yeah. decide so later weird. at night. I, I don't know. I have tea in the morning and tea at night and coffee in between. Okay. Well, a new I have study. coffee if I'm desperate. By the really? way, if I come in and I'm desperate, oh, I'll... that's my. It's like I'll do Red Bull over coffee even. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is so interesting. It tastes to like me. burnt chocolate to me. I don't know. I don't have it. I don't have the acquired taste. Okay. Yeah. Why do you bring it up, Allie? Well, I bring it up because a new study finds that the best time to drink coffee isn't necessarily in the morning. Scientists say that this is because when you first wake up, your body's production of the stress hormone cortisol. Is it one of its three daily peaks? So when you consume caffeine while your body is at peak cortisol production, mm-hmm. it teaches your body to release less of it, which isn't good because that's essentially what keeps you alert. Oh. So by drinking coffee, you're suppressing the thing in you that basically makes you alert. What that's- I like for Starbucks coffees, I like the, the v- 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 vanilla, vanilla burst. I understand. Uh, <laughs> instead, you should wait until you've been awake for about an hour before having that first cup. Huh. This has shaken me to my core. Wow. You guys don't seem to care. A couple of months from now, another study is going to come out and says just the opposite, though. So. Right? Mainline coffee in right. your sleep. You that's, can believe. That's when it's most helpful. Damn good coffee. <laughs> mm. Excellent. Guys, Katy Perry, she's going to be featured as multiple player playable avatars in the Final Fantasy Brave Exvius mobile game. That starts December 12th for a limited time. They have it. Oh, hey, Katy Perry. You go, girl. It's in the game. That's how the game starts. In a teaser clip, she starts her day getting ready for a big performance. She uses her phone. She's snapping selfies of herself, pictures of her dog Nuggets. Then she turns into pixelated game character. (gasps) What? You're sure these selfies she was snapping were of herself? 
I said snapping selfies of herself and then of her dog, Nugget. <laughs> Got Bean, honestly. <laughs> I was just checking. These 90s boy Asshole. bands were, were from the 90s? From the 90s, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Allie. We all like you. Allie, I do too. Allie's founder of ISIS. She's the founder of ISIS. I am not. No, no. Allie. It's just the bad, the bad man is. It's oh. fine. You're, gonna, it's, You're he, all good. He's ruining the vibe. We did really well with Will Ferrell. He doesn't want it to be very positive in here. Is that what it was? We were on such a high. He's like, mm. let me bring, bring it, it down, down, making it more about me. He's our cap- captor. He's like, it's like Saw. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like He's yes. watching us from afar, <laughs> and he sees that we're really happy, and he uh-huh. needs to bring us back by like handcuffing us to a fridge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never heard a more accurate description of my role on the show. That's correct. I mean, it's very visual, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're just a dick. Hey, guys. Uh, I love when I read an article that says Mel B was taken to a hospital with broken ribs, severed hand. Severed hand? <laughs> That's I saw what that. I'm saying. Yeah. So How rushed- did that lead with that rather than. <sighs> Sorry, go ahead. And our drummer died. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like, why'd you leave with the stupid coffee story? And then Katy Perry. And then you realized you were being mean again. Like, mm. This is a tough break. Guys. It is. It really is. I'm sorry, Allie. Hey, Tell you us guys. that story. That's a fascinating story that I would love to hear. Well, she needed hours of surgery after a nasty accident. She wound up thanking nurses, saying, suffering two broken ribs and a severed right hand needing emergency care, to having to have three-hour surgery to repair the damage, hence the purple sling. And then pictures show her hand... It wasn't actually cut off. It wasn't really severed at all. Doesn't so, the word severed just mean one thing? Yes. I, I think it means it was gone and she right. carried that hand in her right. other hand and said, please reattach That's it. That's what it means. Yes. yes. Not at all what it means in this article. How, even how though they mentioned it three times. <laughs> As severed. What did she and have? Then, she have like a hangnail? What did, I mean, I don't understand. What's the op? What did she get? It was um, over a three-hour surgery to. Maybe she had them put back on. Maybe what you're looking at are the results of a successful surgery. No, if she lost her hand, it would be way bigger news than this. And article. it wouldn't be a three-hour surgery. Also for the broken Good ribs. Good doctors. <laughs> They're fast. <laughs> a team of thirty, which is sixty hands, if you think about it. Does it say what happened? No. I like, how did she injure herself? Ali printed out just the headline. <laughs> we had to it's a choose your own adventure. It's a new segment I'm doing. <laughs> so we can just pick where we want it to yes. go. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yes. Heavy machinery accident then for me. Oh, I have that she was making sausage. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to look. Avocado here. hands is my answer. After oh. saying that she was suffering from a severed hand and broken ribs Monday morning on Instagram, more details are coming to light about how the 43-year-old Spice Girl singer's injuries occurred. She was staying at a friend's house in London over the weekend when she woke up and decided to go downstairs. She fell down a narrow staircase. Her that you don't sever your hand falling <laughs> well, down a staircase. Well, it's a staircase by the made way. of knives. <laughs> okay. That was my choice in the adventure. <laughs> her friend took her to the hospital where doctors <laughs> determined she needed surgery, which she has undergone. I I still think they're exaggerating with the they severed absolutely hand. Are. And by the way, every headline said severed. Yes, every single because one because they're quoting from her Instagram. That's why. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm gonna quote on my Instagram that I have the largest rack this side of the Mississippi. Doesn't make it true. I mean, I guess you can say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. She lost her footing falling down the stairs. Now I broke my ribs, as you remember, Kevin, mm-hmm. a couple of a uh, couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, breathing. But my uh, <laughs> but, but my hand. Oh, I'm okay. But my hand was not severed, so I don't know what happened mm. here. Yeah, that's a bizarre story. That is a bizarre story. Right. 
Should have led with that, huh? I'm just, no, you do whatever you want to do. I love it. <laughs> can we bring back Will Ferrell? Can he drive back? I'm just <laughs> happy to be any part of this. I think he can turn back around. Nope. Yes. Yeah, no, no. yes, please. Nope. Yes, please. How are we able to ruin today's show? I, right? It has everything. It does. It it does. It's an action packed. Yeah. It's just we're a part of it. That's the bad. Well, not for long. That's the bad. Two more, two more guests. <laughs> Three Today's celebrity birthdays. Oh, no. <laughs> Beef's in a rush. Haley Steinfeld, most deaf. That's what's happening, <laughs> dick. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, uh, Bean, Rhett, Reese, and Paul Wernick are here, and uh, they're at the mics. They were invited. They we're, were invited. We, welcome, we welcome them in with open arms, ladies and gentlemen. The Turn writers and the okay. executive producers of Deadpool <laughs> and so much more are back on K-Rock. Hello, gentlemen. Our yeah, home you, away you, from home. Yeah, but you did not tell us we would be following Will Ferrell. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. yeah. Well, we got the audience warmed up for you. <laughs> That's all. He was your opener. That's all. Uh, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Do you love Will as much as we love Will? Oh my gosh. Worship. I just got to shake his hand and I'm not washing it. I missed him, but uh, I I love, love. He's a comic genius. He's He's a comic genius, but he's also the sweetest human being in the world. He's like so gentle and sweet. I wasn't expecting that. Mr. Rogers. For sure. He really does. He has like a big sweater on, nice little sneakers. He's really tall. He is. Mm -hmm. I met him at the Kings game and I said, hey, you should come on the show. And he said, of course. And then he He did. did. That's the best. That's weird. It's That's very shocking, yes. But but uh, l- let me ask you guys this, though, because now with all of the success that you've had over the over the many years now as, you know, big wheels in Hollywood, you could get a meeting with anyone at this point. I'm sure you have reached out to people that you've been dying to work with to get in a room with them, right? You know, we can't get in a room with everyone. No. Really? We can't. Deadpool's, um, a, Deadpool's a pretty good key to open doors. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Ryan Ryan approached, I think, what, Brad Pitt, Celine Dion, Matt Damon, and they all said yes in terms of being in Deadpool 2. But that's mm-hmm. coming from Ryan Reynolds, not us. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt right. wouldn't be so welcoming. If We've I tried to them. get in a room with Bradley Cooper. Can't get in a room with Bradley Cooper. Is that Cooper? right? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, that is really you surprising. You want to pitch it now? We could get it to him. Just pitch him on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you got to out there, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not listening. Don't worry. <laughs> so Deadpool is, uh, Deadpool is back, and I know that this is uh, going to be a shock to some people because... Everyone in the world saw Deadpool and Deadpool 2. It's one of the most successful movie franchises of all time. Yet you have figured out a way to bring it back for the holidays. We're trying to reach the two-year-olds out there. That's a good nice. market. Yeah. Okay. It's a strong market. They've got a lot of money to spend. Yeah. <laughs> We're going six quadrant now. <laughs> all right. How does this, how does this work? Is, and is this, uh, is this a, a new technique in Hollywood or has this been done before? I don't think it ever has. I can't remember it ever having been done. No, I, I, I think this is the first. So you guys essentially said, listen, it's an R-rated movie. Hard R. We go blue a lot in it. Let's get a whole new audience and make it for charity. So you just redid it to where it's going to be PG-13, but you also shot new stuff? We did. We shot some new stuff, a fair amount of new stuff with Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. We've got this wonderful Princess Bride wraparound uh, stuff now. That love it. That uh, you know, Fred Savage is way, 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 way funnier than than you, you'd guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I, he's just awesome. Like he's he, hilarious in the trailer. He's Jason Bateman funny. He's that funny. Wow. He's, a, he's a really good sitcom director, also, right? Like he yeah, has he incredible is. timing in his own other job, really. Yeah. 
director and producer. And, yeah. and uh, anyway, so a- any excuse for us to get back behind the cameras and do more Deadpool, we mm-hmm. jump at. Sure. You know, Ryan called us up and said, hey, should we? What, what if we thought about a Deadpool PG-13 version? And we're like, yeah, let's do it. So, <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're now going to re-release the Deadpool PG-13 version as an R-rated version at some point. <laughs> <laughs> With Fred? Okay, good. Uh, you just keep it going all of next all year. All next yeah. year, yeah. I like it. I like wow. the plan. What uh, Did you have to cut out stuff that you just hated to cut out? You'd be surprised. Had- we, we did. We were very careful about it. We didn't just hand it over to the Delta Airlines censors and let them go crazy. Sure. Like we, we did it ourselves with Ryan mm-hmm. and, uh, and a wonderful editor. Uh, we got it, it, we got down to the minutia, and, and you'd be surprised how well it works. It really, really works at PG thirteen. You didn't have to get rid of that much stuff to make it PG thirteen. Not as much as you as you'd guess. Wow. Some swears, uh, you know, the blood and, and gore, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we we dialed that back, and 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 really at its core, it's it's Deadpool. So but you guys don't do the classic turn mother effer into like brother feather. You guys don't no, do the right? ad lib from we like TBS. We were careful about that and made it so. So that you don't you don't get that experience where you're hearing freaking and right. you're and hack. Yeah, yeah. Right. We we did a we did a very careful job of editing to, to get around moments like that. So And what's the charity aspect? All right, we need to take a quick break. Oh come oh, on. We need to let take the lady break. ask a question. Why charity. does he hate Red charity? Why does he hate women? Here? You love cancer and hate women. <laughs> and when we come back we'll talk charity. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Right before Christmas, a good guy in red is coming to theaters with his new sidekick, Fred. Why am I here? You're in a PG-13 version of Deadpool. Filtered through the prism of childlike innocence. I'm a grown man. And nobody does childlike innocence like you, Fred. Nobody. Once upon a Deadpool. Gotta prefer Marvel movies. We are Marvel. Yeah, but you're, you know, Marvel licensed by Fox. It's like if the Beatles were produced by Nickelback. It's music, but it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Canadian Ryan Reynolds is that he will not stand by and let somebody denigrate the great Nickelback. Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, he stood up to Fred on that one. Uh, look, Nickelback is much maligned, unfairly, might mm-hmm. I add. Mm-hmm. Like, is They're there any real? Maligned. Is there any real difference between Nickelback and Stained, for instance? And yet, all okay. the jokes are about Stained. Nickelback. Wow. Wait, what? <laughs> Listen, I make fun of Stained numerous times a week. Oh, on you this do. Show. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, well then. Please. All right. I'd, I'd even give more credit to Puddle of Mud if we're in this <laughs> area. I, please, you're talking my language now. Well, Red, where do you stand on Creed? Uh, yeah, they're in the same ballpark. Okay. All right. Okay. Got it. You went high the, register on I mean, yeah. agreed. You did, though. Is that, was that good? Does no, that mean it means no. he's lying. He's lying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These are the voices of Red Reese and Paul Wirlick, the uh, writers and executive producers of the new Once Upon a Deadpool, which is in theaters starting tomorrow and only through Christmas Day. Is that right? I think it's going to extend beyond, but... Uh, but- Fox is covering themselves by just saying through okay. December 24th. Okay, now just before we left, Allie was asking about the charity. I understand there's a charity. <laughs> <laughs> a dollar for uh, every ticket sold uh, to fudge cancer, uh, to, to battle cancer, yeah. which so is great. So instead of the F cancer, they right. changed it to fudge to Very keep it nice. PG-13. See, I there think you that's go. adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Are you guys surprised with... This may be a dumb question. Are you guys surprised how huge Deadpool has become as a as a as a thing, as a pop culture thing? 
No, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because it, it, he's such a relatable character. Deadpool is. It's, he, he's a guy who who you know wakes up every morning and, and gets kicked in the nuts, and and I think we can <laughs> all relate to that. You know. sure. Especially me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm most excited about announcement of a Clue remake with you guys and R- Ryan Reynolds, and yeah. this is a movie near and dear to my heart. I know it's a big undertaking. I'm sure. Uh, We're terrified. It, I would yeah. assume. So I was wondering what you're doing to get over that fear, because that's a big, big. Well, I mean, I think we're a lot of it's going to fall on the on the broad, capable shoulders of Ryan Reynolds. I mm. mean, he Tim Curry's role is pretty indelible, but we think Ryan, in a very similar role as our master of ceremonies, uh, is is will hopefully carry the day. And what we're doing uh, um, uh, with the daunting task is we're procrastinating. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, and we're yes. not writing it. Right? Yes, because everyone has to have Paralyzed. casting ideas for you. I oh, mean, yes. it's got to be one of those. I mean, everyone who loves it loves it. I'm shocked how many people came out of the woodwork oh, saying it's yeah. their favorite movie. Yeah. Like, it's Mine. very, it's, it's I'm crazy. shocked by that as well. Oh, it's a huge, huge movie. Yeah, Jillian huh. Bell always talks about wanting to be in it. There's people who, it's like their dream role. It's going to be easy to cast for that mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. But wasn't the original Clue movie was, am I wrong, like 30 years ago or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Eight, 85, I yeah. want to okay. say, 86, something like and that. And a cult classic, I guess big it sounds time. like you're saying. Yeah, big yeah. following. Everyone, I, I, it's my favorite. Tim Curry, Eileen Brennan. Leslie Ann Warren. Martin Michael, Mull. Michael McKeon. Michael McKeon. I mean. Do you wow. have a drop dead date by which you have to actually start working on this project? <laughs> we are working on it, <laughs> Oh, actually. you are, okay. Yeah, I mean, the hope is to turn it in and early in the new year and, uh, and go from there. So we'll see. Does anyone wow. play the board game anymore? I played it just recently because I wanted to kind of refresh, and and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, I always wind up with Colonel Mustard in the mm. library, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Holding your arms like I know. what's happening? Like I'm real talking creepy. about right now. <laughs> what are you two doing in there? Right? You know, just hanging out. <laughs> All right. So Clue is one of the plates that you're spinning. You are also filming Zombieland Two as well. Coming End up. of January, oh, wow. yeah. End of January. January's you got that busy. going on. Yeah. All the originals are back. Love wow. Which is great. We yes. just sat with uh, uh, the, the cast, uh, what, two weeks ago? We went through a table read. Uh, it was so fun to get them back in a room and, and the words coming out of their mouth. It was it was amazing. That's I'm great. stunned how many different projects you have going on at one time. Yeah, no we haven't kidding. even gotten into Wayne. And now we're going to talk about Wayne, yeah. How do you have time to do anything else on top of those projects? Well, we don't, uh, but <laughs> it's, work. it's like a nervous breakdown with a paycheck. Uh, yeah, no, Wayne comes out in January. We're in love with this show, uh, it, YouTube Premium. Uh, it's it's just a delightful show, and and we like we really love it. We're not just saying that for you guys. We're, it's it's Charles Bronson as if he were sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a sixteen-year-old Dirty Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it All looks right. strong, and it comes out when. January sixteenth. Good God, January. Yeah, Yeah, busy month for you guys. And you have that and Cobra Kai, and we had Adam Pally on the other day. He's got Champagne Ill on YouTube, so it'd be good for the holidays. Mm -hmm. You get a free month trial of YouTube Premium, right? Watch up, watch it up, watch all these things at one time. Is there any classic uh, project or something that you, with the success that you have behind you, have put your heads together and said, "All right, we're the ones who are going to bring back 
fill in the blank. The Great Gatsby or whatever it is, the movie you've always wanted to make. <laughs> the, the Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby's yeah. first on that, your list. Yeah. It's a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool, Clue, no, Great I mean, Gatsby. I, I think we're more afraid of those kinds of things than anything. You, you hate to be the one to screw something up. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. we're uh, in talks to possibly do Pirates of the Caribbean, and we're nervous there because there's a lot of people who adore Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure. I think those are the ones that are the most daunting as, a, as opposed to the most attractive. Do you have problems like we talked to Will Ferrell and he said pretty much every movie of his career he had to he got told no f- from fifteen different people. Yeah, it, no is is a popular. You don't word just in sit Hollywood, on the throne yeah. now and they just come in and pitch stuff well, and off with their heads if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool Deadpool took six or seven years to make. Zombieland Two has been ten years. It'll be ten years. Wow, ten movies. years. Yeah. So you can imagine, it's just pushing boulders up hills and having them roll back down on top of That it. just seems so absurd because you can see on any weekend a horrible movie in the theater. <laughs> it's I don't interesting. Know how that I heard a quote which was, people in Hollywood lose their jobs for saying yes, not for saying no, which I think is, is a, a really interesting. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You're putting yourself on the line, I exactly. guess. Exactly. Yeah. Are you guys able to go to a movie as a fan and just enjoy it without picking it apart as writers and producers? It's funny. I don't go to movies very often because of that. It feels like work to me. Is that right? Yeah. What was the last movie you saw? Do you know? Uh, last movie there wasn't I yours. saw. Free Solo for me, oh, which yeah. was amazing. That's oh, the best wow. Movie. Really? Yeah. That Gotta was, see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying I to think, think I would vomit if I saw that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I almost did. Seriously? Really? I, I was, yeah. I was curling up into a fetal position in my chair. Truly. terrifying. Wow. It sounds great. And my teenage daughter, uh, when we watched Free Solo, uh, said um, her one word uh, review was boring. <laughs> I said, well, that's right. interesting. <laughs> what Boring. does it take to get your yeah, adrenaline flowing, girl? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Boring. Oh. <laughs> yeah, on opposite day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Red Reese and Paul Worker here. We're talking about, among other things, again, we should put in the plug for Once Upon a Deadpool. So it's in theaters starting tomorrow. Uh, through at least the holidays with some of the money going to charity. And God bless uh, Ryan Reynolds. I, don't, I can't think of anyone who is more intertwined with his character than Ryan Reynolds is with Deadpool. Like I feel like there wouldn't be a Deadpool without Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's he he is Deadpool. It, it's hard to distinguish. It's not just an actor getting a paycheck. I mean, no. this is a guy who who lives and breathes it. It seems. And like. he like put everything. I, I, Ryan Reynolds now huge Hollywood star, big deal. But before Deadpool, kind of was in a middle ground. Like he wasn't necessarily a A list thing. Puts all of his energy into getting this Deadpool made because he believed in it. And now look. It takes advantage of every one of his talents, and, and he is the biggest genius we've ever worked with in Hollywood. Wow. He really is wow. in, in every way. I mean, not just as an actor, as a comedian, as a physical comedian, as a writer. He's just a brilliant human being. Uh, but so well, ugly. It's but so yeah, ugly. it's good that he's so gross. Yeah, right. Gross. Right? Yeah. that ugly wife and yeah. everything. Everything. Thank Something God. finally's got to come up. Brian Reynolds are not working out for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, congratulations on uh, the Once Upon a Time. It sounds so. Uh, it sounds Once Upon, once upon a Deadpool. A Deadpool, I should yeah. say. The Once Upon a Time version of Deadpool. It sounds great, you guys. We Thank very you. much appreciate very it. Very excited to see We're it. always uh, thrilled to come on. And I, uh, I want to check in with you February 1st to see if you survived January. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and guess what? My wife uh, is having a baby in January, too. Is it so. yours? Yeah. Oh my. Oh well, my we'll God. see. He said my wife is having a I baby. Know. It was just my yours. question. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see what okay. color the baby turns out to be. And we'll know. We'll I'm know. not sure that's politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. 
very rare that we have a guest who writes his own intro, but here's what he said on Twitter. Uh, Please introduce me as Rock's most handsome drummer and coolest human. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Barker is here on the world-famous K-Rock. I just figured we'd switch it up. Sure, sure. I like it. Why not? Travis, uh, it sounds like uh, some drama yesterday. You trying to make it in here to the Kevin and Bean show. What happened? Yeah, apparently there was rock slides on Topanga, so I got like... um, I don't know. I was maybe 15 minutes from here. I was getting to PCH, mm-hmm. and they had the road blocked off. So I, I offered the guys, you know, a hundred bucks. I you said, got out of your car and said, "Here's a hundred dollars." Yeah, I let said, me Can through. You please let me through. I'm like going to be super late, you know. But obviously, they're just like, "Oh, what do you have going on? It's not that big of a deal." <laughs> Little did they know I was on my way to K Rock. But um, yeah, I tried offering them a hundred just to let me through because I was 15 minutes. And then, you know, Topanga, you you got to turn all the way around and go back. Yeah, that's super uh, frustrating. To the yeah. 101. So, yeah, my, my morning was a little frustrating. Oh, I that felt sucks. bad. Sorry about but that. But it was awesome when I got home and I turned on the news and it was actually on the news. So you guys knew I just wasn't pulling some, like, rock You've star. You've never pulled some rock star or anything. <laughs> no, I know. You would have never thought you, were gonna, you know, I was telling a friend, could. I was like, you know, I did pull some rock star stuff back in the day where I got too high and I couldn't leave the house. So <laughs> I, I had to come I was correct. at your house for yeah. one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> proof. Proof's always nice. Well, we appreciate you making it in today. Uh, we have so much to talk to you about. Obviously, the music announcement was yesterday. We want to get to that in a minute. But um, who's your uh, who's your friend, Chewy? here what's going on here travis so this is kind of my crew i travel everywhere with i bring chewy to as many places as i can because he's my favorite tattoo artist okay and, and just in I case figured, something breaks out you need yeah it. yeah uh-huh. and i figured we're talking about musing tattoos and music so sure. and right. i didn't think anyone's ever been tattooed on the air while talking to you guys i think I that's true think so, so either yeah i'm gonna what's get he gonna be doing I'm gonna get a tribute for uh, for Jaw uh, XXX Tentation. Okay. Yeah. Who's, oh no, because uh, he worked on the record. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so cool. yeah, I figured I'd get a tribute while we're talking. Uh, yeah. All right. Where are you putting it? It I looks like, like it. on your wrist. So I'm running out of room, you guys. Yeah. No, yeah, you are. I know that. I just put tattoos on top of tattoos on top of tattoos. That's kind of what happened. How's day. your taint? My what? Oh my god! Why would you? Ask? What kind of question is that? Well, because he's running that. Out. How's your taint? He's, he's running that neither room. door in between your crotch and your butt. Like oh, the oh. no! I don't think I. Don't, I don't want Chewy having to work right, right there. You oh, know? he's looking out for you, Chewy. <laughs> no, but he does do body suits where you do the entire body. You know, you do. Is the, that the, right? The butt, everything. Yeah, but. That wow. was uh, uh, not look. We're having a good time, and I don't want to bring everything down here. But no. that it must be so hard for you, Travis, with the loss you've experienced in your life to lose somebody like Tentacion, who who was so so talented. Oh yeah, I kind of I'm freaked out by everyone around me. Yeah, just, Mac Miller too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh it's crazy, and I always feel like we always X had so much good energy, and he made such classic albums. I feel Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Unfortunately, those are always the ones to go. So all my friends that make great music, I'm always in fear. They're going to leave me, but... You got to hang out with crappier musicians, yeah. dude. <laughs> but I don't want to do that either. No, he was, he was special, though, man. He was special to me and just a, a special artist. If you don't mind recapping uh, your health for this year, because we all yeah. followed it sort of through Instagram and through other things, and we would hear this and hear that. Can you give us just sort of a recap of your physical year? Yeah, so this was my rough kind of three or four months was I went for a routine MRI where they do contrast so they put an IV in you because they need better better photographs better pictures right and I go and I'm like the last patient of the night and the the nurse there 
that has to do my IV, you know, tells me, oh, man, I'm, you know, whatever, I'm a big fan. You know, I'm the only one here. I usually don't draw blood or put that, the IV in. But, oh, great. You know, today's an exception, but, you know, just bear with me. So he starts trying to find my vein. It doesn't work out so well. And he's probably poked me like 12, 13 times. And oh, he's like, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going gonna, gonna to numb you. So you don't feel me fishing around because this is, you know, for some reason I'm having trouble. And you said, did you, why didn't you think of that 11 times ago? Yeah, right. So 11 <laughs> or 12 times go by and wow. I'm with, uh, I'm with one of my best friends, Cheese, and I text him. I was like, yo, this guy's nervous or, you know, something. I'm, you know, I'm about to, you know, just dip out because I don't think, you know, he's going to ever find this vein. So at one point he's he's probably like stuck my my left arm like twenty thirty times and then he oh sets the needle God, down gosh. and he goes and asks anyone else. In you the have spot. so much more patience than I do. Yeah, he's like, can anyone else help me here? And, and all that's there is a janitor, and the janitor's Jared's like, like nah, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so long story short, he comes back in, uh, hits my other arm another twenty thirty times. Finally, finds a vein in my my hand, and I'm just like, you know, the guy's super cool. Uh, I'm I'm trying to bear with him, and he's looking at me, going, "You have so many tattoos." I was going to ask, is this it is hard probably... to find your veins because of the tattoos? No, no. If Not anything, really. they're like, "Oh, this is such a piece of cake for you. You don't feel a thing because you're so, you know, you got so much tattoos." Right. So I'm a champ. I sit through it. I end up getting the MRI. The next day, I'm in rehearsals, and my my hands and arms feel weird, but I don't really put two and two together. You think maybe it's just because he stuck you so many times? Or? No, I wasn't even, you thinking, even about thinking about that. About that. I was because okay. I was numb. Okay. For most of him fishing around. So I didn't really even get what happened yet. And then fast forward, we're at the Palms. We're playing our residencies. And in the middle of the show, my arm, my right arm starts puffing up. And I get all these bumps and it's like really stiff. And it's burning. So wow. I'm oh, kind of tripping, but I finished the show. But I look at my tech. I look at Daniel. I go, yeah, so yeah, something's wrong. Something's really wrong with my right hand. And then... uh I finished playing the show. I see a UFC doctor because the Petito brothers that uh, own the Palms used to own the UFC. So they have a, a doctor come late night. And he's like, unless you are lying to me and you're not admitting to hitting something, you have like a really bad infection in your arm oh, and no. possibly clots. So you should chill. So, of course, I play one more show <laughs> of course. the next day because course, I'm there yeah, and no one, everyone's looking at me kind of going like, well, I don't get Trav. What's wrong? And I don't even. It was swollen not even, for that whole second show? Oh, my, yeah. my arm was a balloon. Wow. And I don't know what's wrong. So I can't tell the guys, hey, this is really severe. You guys, I need to chill. I have no idea what's going on. The next day, I see the doctor after my next show. And he said, what, what happened over the last week? Go through everything. And then I said, well, on Tuesday, I had this MRI, and this guy stuck me a bunch of times. That's the only thing I could think of. He's like, how many times? I said, probably 40, 50 times. Oh. And he's like, how many times did he change the needle? I said, never. He said, well, you, I guarantee you probably have a staph infection and blood clots. Get to the hospital ASAP. So you I go to never the hospital. want to hear, get to God. the hospital ASAP. Yeah, so I go and I get an ultrasound at the hospital, and then they're they're asking me, do you have your car here? And I said, yeah. They're like, okay, you can't drive anywhere. We're going to admit you. You have blood clots in your like deep veins, which can go to your heart or your lungs at any point, yes. and you have severe staph infection. We need oh to put you on God. IV. So then it led to me uh, staying at the hospital for almost a week. Uh, wow. And just waiting. And then like blood clots aren't something they just clear out. Right. Took two months, and and I played. You the had rest to of the be shows. going crazy during those two months. Well, I'm back going crazy because they're back. Oh so, no! So yeah, oh, you no. guys, yeah, yeah. Like earlier this week, 
I started feeling a weird pain in my right arm. And I guess I should have really, really, uh, I guess, gone every week to, to get ultrasounds to see if they were still there. Just to make sure. Yeah, and I noticed like a weird pain, and, and I went back and I have clots in my right arm again. Oh, no. Travis, what said, else can they do besides the blood thinners? I that's mean, that's the only thing it. I know about for blood clots. Yeah, I'm, I'm on what's called Xeralto. It's like a blood thinner. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, thins your blood a little bit, hopefully, to let the clots pass. So I let them pass, but they said because my arms endured so much damage from being stuck, I still have kind of what's called scarring, and they, they're they not totally, you know, repaired yet. So, so I'm, you, I'm prone to clots again. In between staying in the hospital for a week, you went back and played at the Palms some more. Well, I was out for right? two months. I didn't do anything. Right, I know. I sat at home and I DJed. I mixed records. I produced a bunch of rap records and just hung out with my kids. I couldn't work out, couldn't play, you know, really play the drums. So I finished all of my And those of you that know palms. Travis know he plays the drums every, I was every day. day. Yeah. That's yeah. the longest you've yeah. ever done in your whole so life, conditioned. I bet. And before yeah. every show, you I, I remember from, from seeing you guys on tour, you sit for like an hour or so and just work on your wrists. over. Like You're very conditioned for a drummer. Yeah, I like to go in there and not have to think about anything. Just enjoy myself. It's kind of like being in a fight and you've done all your sparring, you've done all your working out. So when you go in to your fight, it's just But to whatever, us, you know? to us, it seems like you could have stopped doing that when you were 15 and you would not have to think about it. It. That's what my dad always says. <laughs> like that. Yeah, you, I don't know. Not for where I want to be, but so the pain is back in your arm. Yeah, and I have a couple clots in my right arm again. And then, so, so what's that? So I just take Zeralto. I'm fortunate. I don't have any shows the rest of the year where I'm playing drums. I have a couple DJ, you know, shows where I'm just DJing. So I just have to listen to the universe and respect the universe has slapped the crap out of you this yeah, year yeah yeah wow. Travis, what ha- don't answer this if you can't but i mean i feel like you have some sort of legal recourse against this guy who used you as a human pincushion it sounds like he's responsible for what you're going through yeah i mean you never go to the doctors thinking anything like this is going to happen of course and i don't think it was intentional obviously he like, was a fan did you say yeah uh, uh but come to find out he wasn't an anesthesiologist he wasn't uh administered to do any of that he shouldn't he was just a nurse yeah so i think he was trying to do everything he could but um unfortunately it put me out for almost three and a half four months you know dude i'm so sorry and then like two weeks later i get hit by a school bus (laughs) oh that's right i forgot about that this year has been incredible honestly i i i really I, that saying, like, listen to the universe, uh-huh. I truly did. I just said, you know what? I'm just supposed to chill. I'm not trying to go anywhere quick. I'm, you know what I mean? Just Chilling is the opposite yeah. of what you like to do. Yeah. I do like that we just spent but. two seconds on getting hit by a school bus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be the worst yeah. thing that would happen to most people, right? Yeah. After that, I just kind of threw my hands yeah. in there. I what's said, the hey, matter? man, I don't, I don't know what's happening. It is a, a miracle. By the way, this is Travis, the guy who tried to pay a dude to let him go down a, ro- a road with l- with the rock slide yesterday. You're not listening to Mother Earth. <laughs> yeah, I, think I have nine lives. I've used, I think I've used two or three. So. It is a miracle that Travis Barker is here a quick break we'll come back we'll get into all the details of music which looks like another fantastic festival coming in march to the oc fair and event center in costa mesa how's the tattoo looking is it coming along chewy looking good you guys yeah uh, chewy, is it coming along? Yeah. tattoos coming along <laughs> Yeah, he can't good. hear you. Be. He, okay. said, he said, yeah, looks good. I got a bad right. feeling about this. <laughs> we'll be right back on K-Rock. The 
Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Travis Barker's here. The noise you hear in the background is his friend Chewy giving him a new tattoo on his wrist while we're live on the air here on K Rock. Very uh, familiar noise. Yes, Tra- Travis. Yes. yes, it is to you, Ellie. Travis was last <laughs> in studio with us a few months ago with uh, with Feldy for the Back to the Beach Fest. Now he's here because it is music time. Yes. Is this the third year? I want to say, Travis. Fourth. <sighs> What, oh. oh, coming and talking to you guys? No, no, for music. This uh, is the twelfth. This is the twelfth. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dope. You know, Time all flies. of all of the music tattoo festivals are gone. It's just, it's just, just us. Yeah. Just yours now. And wow. We're, uh, we're throwing elbows. We're going strong. <laughs> You're you know? going do strong, you spend yeah. uh, Do you spend a lot of your year uh, working hard to try to get this lineup together? Is that a lot of what you do? Making calls to friends, going, "Hey, do my show." Yeah. Pretty much a couple months ago, now you're it starts. an executive. Yeah, it, it it starts a couple months ago, but I keep it real. I, I try to stay away from that side of things. I just, you know, like this year, you know, I'm so stoked we have Limp Biscuit headlining one of the the days, and I've known Fred for years and we've been friends and I've worked on Wes's side project. So it's really keeping it in the family with friends and you know, suicidal like Mike Meir. I grew up on on suicidal. Same. I used to, yeah. Oh man, I used to wear a hat with the bill flipped up and said, you know, <laughs> suicidal. Uh, and I grew up loving all their music. So to have him, and we collaborated last year. I did something with with them for like one of their, like an, uh, what was it? It was like an exclusive track on one of their albums or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I love them. So having bands like that and TSOL, um, Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. Are you kidding me? Um, Blue Glow Skulls, Anti Flag, yeah. sick, sick of It All, Hate Breed, Bleeding Through. Yeah. Voodoo, I mean, you know, like they were like legends in Riverside where I grew up. So, yeah, it it is a little bit about just reaching out to friends and making sure we have a cool lineup more so than, you know, this big corporate machine calling people and right. sending now, offers. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want this to come across the wrong way because I'm really curious. You are more generous of your assess your assessment of Limp Biscuit than a lot of people are, and I sense that you think that's probably unfair to them. Like, a lot of people would go, oh, they're not a thing anymore. But obviously, they still have a lot of fans out there who love what they do. Limp is so much a thing still. Like, they still are are playing huge festivals and doing so much. And I know they are back in the studio, and that band is so focused. Is that right? And they're going to do something. Yeah, I I feel like their music aged well. I feel like Korn's music aged well in that genre. I feel like Deftones aged well. Of course, Rage. I wish they were still around, but... I don't doubt that they're going to come back strong with an amazing album. That's like great. I heard a lot of Wes's solo stuff, and it was really, really good. Um, Tickets are going on sale this Friday at 10 a.m., available at musicfest.com. $79 weekend tickets available through the end of the year, by so the way. So cheap. Doesn't that seem ridiculously yeah. cheap? How that's much a, you're getting? That's a bad choice on your part. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mr. Well, Executive. We've never announced this early either. Like, before Christmas, we usually, it's like last minute, but as... As years go on and it's our 12th year, we're getting better and better where we're actually preparing and, and booking the festival months in advance. So, yeah, I mean, for the amount of talent that's there, like, I wish I could say all the other bands, but there's, like, radius clauses, like, for who's headlining Sunday. You know, Sunday's already an awesome day, but right. when we announce the headliner, it'll even be crazier. And More you, to be announced. By the right. way, you can guess by looking at the lineup, basically, 
the yeah. types of bands it's mm-hmm. going to be. Yeah, right. and on the Limp Day, like we're announcing someone, a band very special to me that I'm very involved with that I, I can't wait to announce. You're involved with every band yeah. that exists. <laughs> that could be literally anyone. Yeah, that could be. Uh, but, also, but for the amount of like tattoo artists that are there, say. like you have like Chewy Quintanar. Yeah, who, I'm who, a tattoo fanatic. Yeah. And I, just looking at this alone, I'm thinking uh, Nico Hurtado is amazing. If yeah. you follow him on uh, Instagram, you'll be shocked to see what he's doing with tattoos. Yeah. Uh, Freddie's, I have tattoos from Freddie. It's amazing. Norm, uh, Robert Atkinson. There's names here, and I'm sure this is just the beginning list of the participating artists. Yeah, Corey Miller. The fact that you can go in like someone like Chewy or Corey or mm-hmm. Freddie Negretti that has you know appointments booked for a year in advance, and you might catch them at the show and get something. You're you're so lucky. Yeah, I don't even think you can get a Nico appointment. That's no. You have to just walk in. Jensen, no. don't let uh, Chewy walk out the door today without you getting a little something extra. Yeah, no, right. I'll, get, I'll get a tattoo honoring Chewy doing the XXX <laughs> yes, tattoo yes. on Travis just to make it wow. a full circle. Exactly. Travis, what are you doing with... This uh, guy's so fast. He's already done. He's already done. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. amazing. That's, again, yeah. by the way, tickets are going on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. All ages show, by the way. Kids 7 and under get free. It's not only music. It's not only tattoos. You're also... You got the car show back again this year, too. Yeah, we have low and show car show. So Fantastic. Some of like the illest cars ever. That's always fun. Along with curating the bands, curating the cars is always <laughs> it's always, always interesting because it's the opposite. You have all of your friends going, "Can I bring my car? Can I bring my car?" But we, you know, we usually do it with Bobby Tribal from San Diego, mm-hmm. who's been a dear friend of mine for you know a couple decades now. So we really put a lot of thought of you know what cars go there and what car clubs. There's a lot of politics. Beautiful this, weekend. This really does seem like it's all Travis Barker. Yeah, it don't really we, we does. all it want seems a like festival it's... of our brand, don't <laughs> yeah. we? It's everything That's I love. It seems like. It's everything yeah, it's right. I love. Yeah. Actually, years ago, Chewy was I think it was Chewy and Franco hit me up and said, "Yo, you music really wants you to be a part of this," and it was something. I didn't really have to think about it. It was a real like, easy decision. Okay. Yes, I love all these things, and I love the tattoo community, and and uh, and I just like seeing it grow. I think this year we're going to do like worst face tattoo, or you know we're going to open the competition like a little it. bit more. <laughs> it's the uh, like the weekend it. of uh, March eighth through the tenth, twenty nineteen, at the OC Fair and Event Center in Costa Mesa. All right, let's deal with uh, let's deal with Allie uh, right now before we say goodbye to Travis. Uh, Allie, the last time you saw uh, Travis was when. There were a couple of them last time I saw him. Yeah, She's in bad shape. Here's the thing. You're, you are correct. And he's went on tour with everyone. But do you know why it got to that level? Because I said to Kevin, this all happened at Weenie Roast. I said, hey, Kevin, you cool interviewing Blink-182 or I'm going to you know, keep drinking with my friends? And your response? I said, uh, I got it, but I'd like you to be there as well. But keep drinking. She asked me if she should keep drinking. So I said, yes, of course you did. Wait, did you smoke a little bit too or no? I don't think so. Oh, that's good. She doesn't remember much. I remember there was a... Uh, it was a tour with Cypress and No Doubt. Yes. And it was mm-hmm. the last day of Cypress being on there. And I used to smoke a, a gang of weed around that time, but never before shows. And it's the last show. And B-Real walks in. He's like, hey, let's we, we got to smoke. And I said, I don't smoke before shows. He's like, yeah, but it's our last show. We're leaving. So we do a shot and we smoke. And it was the longest show of my <laughs> life. Tom actually, and Tom, I made him. I said, you know, you can't be a, a sissy. You got to smoke and drink. You know, if it's, we're all it's, doing it. It's yeah. a tradition. You know, it's Cypress's last day. And he turned around and looked at me and he was just playing to me and he's like, I want to go home. 
<laughs> and I felt just like that. I, I, I oh, oh, it lasted well, so long. I wanted to go home when they replayed my question. That was, I feel like it was an eight-minute question. Was it and a taint question? Or you no. Know? no. I, I wish. I have it for you if you'd like to hear it. This is yes. This is this. her interviewing you and your, your friends Blake at uh, Weenie. And now a moment with Allie. But also, you guys are posting videos like, oh, we're rehearsing for the weenie roast. And we're like, it's a goddamn weenie roast. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are Blink-182. What are you doing? Like, But then it occurred to us, oh, I guess bands really rehearse for different festivals and different situations, which we just thought, okay, you do the same old thing every time. That was a moment no. with Alex. That was awesome. What, what no. was that? In retrospect, I'm not sure any of you were there. <laughs> I don't even think we got a chance to answer the you question. Yeah. Because there was no question. No, there's no question at the end of it. Not at all. Oh, that was awesome. Apologies. Well, we knew, that, we knew that you guys would appreciate that. <laughs> Travis, you're the best. We love having you in. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. I'm glad I made it today. And Same. I apologize for my absence yesterday. I mean, I'm glad oh. that they didn't let your car through for that. Yes, I, I feel like I would have got it. Uh, yeah. I was in a fast car yesterday. I could have. I could have. No. Like an action movie? Yeah. No, I don't yeah, think we're allowed that right movie. now. No. I'm sorry. We should put you in a bubble. Put your bubble wrap yeah. is what we're going to yes, do. Yes, please be bubble wrapped and please take your own <laughs> advice and listen to what the universe is telling you and stay safe, my friend. All right? I will. You too. Tickets right, go Travis. on sale uh, Friday at 10. Yes. Happy holidays, Travis. Yeah, happy holidays, you guys. Thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. Yes. So, helpful you. Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial free drive home today here on K Rock at 5 p.m. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.